Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'll take you for a ride on the devil's ship. I'll take you for a ride where you sink or swim. Now come with me and let this story begin. Hadi Kuba, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Really yeah. appreciate it. All right, that was enough. Don't get out of here. That was- <laughs> Fuck, it's good to have you, bro. You've been kicking a lot of ass on my Bordel shows, and not just, all the Montreal shows that you're on. Everybody just has good things to say about you. Thank you, man. I'm- Everyone has good things to say about the Bordel shows. All lies. <laughs> all lies. Yeah, someone messaged me. What did they say? I heard good things about the Bordel show. I go, they're fucking lies. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust them. <laughs> don't trust them, bro. There's four people there, and everyone's yelling at you. You don't want to. No, no, we're, I think it's a, we're at a bit of a renaissance for the Montreal comedy scene now. It's nice. It's fresh. Yeah, people are getting new faces. I like seeing people that I didn't know existed, mm. and then they killed. I'm like, holy fuck, this is uh, this is. And a lot of people moving to Montreal. We have a, like uh, the Ottawa crew that's coming down. A lot of Ottawa guys. Yeah, it's fun. Some so much fun. Toronto, not Some many Toronto, yet. but that's why it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, I like this. It's weird. People don't know that you can get paid more in Montreal than you can in Toronto. Now, now, now. Wait, it's gonna get it's gonna get even better. Yeah, if we continue like this, it's gonna get even fucking better. I've been. Um, I'm gonna bring this up aside and be I don't know if you even have anything ready, but I, I wanna show Hadi because it's hilarious. So you know uh Joe Biden? Yeah. He our w- president. Uh yeah, our, 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 <laughs> our president. He went to um he went to the Ukraine. Yes. And then I guess he did a pit stop in Poland. Okay. And he was talking to the president or prime minister there. And you know how he says things like he just has to be friendly with people. Like, like if he's talking to black guys, he's like, yeah, my friends called me the N-word. Like, he just tries yeah. to overdo it, and it doesn't make any sense. He told the Polish president, yeah, dude, you know how much I love Poles? Everyone knows how cool I am with the Poles. My buddies told me that I should add S-K-I at the end of my name. I wanted to do it. I wanted to be Bideniski. Like, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, I don't know if I retweeted it. I saw it yesterday, and it was hurting my head. Like, it's so dumb. That's... It's like saying he comes and speaks to Legault here, and he's like, "Dude, everybody knows how much I love Quebec. Yeah, like my yeah, friends yeah. call me a Steve de Biden de Tabarnak. Like everybody knows that. Like it's just so stupid. How how, how did it do? Did it kill? Like did he do well with the crowd? <laughs> I I have no <laughs> idea. If they, here's the other thing. Remember that like Chinese food in China is just food. Yeah. So the the polls might not even be understanding. Like what? Like some people aren't yeah, SKI here. The like, they might not get it. It's just so funny. He's awesome. This guy. Oh, I did tweet. I think I did tweet about it. Yeah, never feels good watching Biden. Yeah, he's too. He's really old, man. He's he is really old, but there's people that are that age that are not senile. Also, oh, I'll show you that too. It's your friend. Perry. What does it say? Go up, go up. Yeah, that's it. Biden Biden tells Polish leader he wanted to add SKI to the end of his name. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, go up. Your buddy, uh, Perry Caravello, look at what happened to him. He got, uh, right there, he got deep faked. Oh, no way. Uh, and, and he's about as dumb as you, so <laughs> you're going to love this. Hey, I'm it? dumber. He's <laughs> telling me they believe the culprit who derailed the train was Perry Francis Caravello. Oh, no. 
That's a lie. He has ties to the <laughs> Taliban. They're always on his <laughs> Twitch and YouTube stream. <laughs> well, he's also <laughs> got ties to the Russians with his best friend, another, the Soviet another goat. Voiceover. And his other best friend, a lunatic maniac by the name of Perspontaine, who runs his street gang, the Caravello Kings. Look at this his face. punk needs to be brought to justice. If you see Perry Caravello, <laughs> make sure you call the police Deep fakes are crazy now. I repeat, immediately. Look at it, look at it. Excuse just me, like Bozo Biden, you sick, demented, psychotic <laughs> scumbag. Uh, you're, you're not, I don't even want to call you president anymore because... Because you're 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 going a little cuckoo, and uh, if you're trying to try to get me arrested for something that is absolutely uh, unheard of, uh, I'll end the stream. I'll I'll have to end the stream. Would never do anything to where I'd have the president come after me. He's so stupid. So essentially, he's pretending to be dumb. No, no, he's uh, he's dumb. He's a character. So there was some guys out in it. Even Jimmy Kimmel had Windy fucked City with this guy Heat. years ago. Windy City oh, Heat basically really? is the movie. You should watch it. Windy City? Windy City Heat. Okay. What they did is they made a fake movie. This is so fucking wild what they did. Bobcat Goldthwait, I think, was in it. Okay. They made a fake movie. He thought it was real. Oh. And he was a star on it. But, dude, they took it to the extreme level. Like, they even, I think, brought him on Kimmel, and he was a guest, and he thought it was the movie premiere. Like... Oh no! This was the most elaborate gag on the planet, and so he felt like he's that kind of person. And also, he's um, he's the kind of person that does stupid shit, and people who don't know who he is will put him on the internet. Like you know the like the crazy cart lady or whatever. He's one of them. So he'll people will be like, look at this nutcase, and it's actually him. So then oh, fans wow. will see him and start laughing and retweet it. And there was a guy called the Cart Narc. He would go around. I saw the car narc. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on. He's the most famous video is Perry Carrello. Oh, no. He's like, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. He's like, look at this <laughs> lunatic. And it ended up being him. And wow. he's like, I'll fucking sue this guy. And he's he's a fucking, uh, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. He's a, he's a character. Uh, I think he even does cameos. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You make some good cash doing cameos. Because technically, he is famous. Mm-hmm. People know him. He's not not famous. He is famous. He's just not for the right reasons. Like his stream, they always fuck with him. They'll send him presents and he'll open them up and he'll blow up in his face and shit. And he'll be really? covered in like, oh You motherfuckers, God. I'm fucking, I'm ending the stream. And it's just, it's, it's so, they bully him via the internet. It's amazing. I, I remember when you told me to watch that movie, um, I was, I was nervous after. Cause mm. I was like, ah, oh, cause you kept comparing me to him. I was like, are they going to fuck with me? He thought it was an elaborate gag. He's like, is two drink minimum even real? Yeah, dude, you don't understand. My brain went off, dude. I was like, they're fucking with-. at every turn, bro. I would have nightmares. It was genius. It was genius. Like, I, you, I like pranks. You like laughing at that stuff? I like laughing at that stuff, People, yeah. like, completely unaware. Ah, that's a good question. I don't know if it's the, him. I guess it's because I know people like him. Okay. I know that level of, of retardation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't feel bad for it. Okay. Because uh, he's a bit of a mean-spirited cocksucker, too, at the same time, nice. you can tell. Mean, dumb guys you can make fun of. Can, yeah, if they're nice, sweet, I, I yeah. have to... Ah, it hurts guys, the heart Yeah, you can. <laughs> but mean, I don't... Because he's a little mean. Yeah. It's just enough to get us on the side of the people fucking with him. Mm-hmm. Because there's some you you've seen people just because you're uh, disabled or man, it doesn't mean that you're a good person. No, it doesn't. There's I a agree. lot of shitty handicapped people. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. think they're all shitty. It's about time someone they're says it. <laughs> it's about time someone says what everyone's thinking and no one wants to say. Many shitty handicapped people out there. Many of them. So it's, 
TikTok yeah. is tough for me. Like, because you go through TikTok and half of them like have a problem. And okay. I, I can't laugh too much. But then you get a mean one and you're like, fuck this guy. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Someone had to tell me, I think it was on a French, uh, the French cast. They were showing me that on TikTok, there's people in like the third world who are crying over like a kid, like it's sick, please send money. And they're live streaming like a kid sleeping. Oh my God. And then you, yeah, yeah, just to tug at your heartstrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of them, it's like their farms, like their kids are just assholes or sometimes they're inbred or sometimes they're just faking it. And you're just sending these people money because you feel bad. Uh-huh. That's mental. Yeah. That's insane. I think it was Alfie Gagne who, t- someone told me, like it's just, it's fake videos basically almost because it's, it's just, just like sleeping in the back you're sleeping in the back like, he's dying please say he's hungry send money and these people are fucking sending and it's worth a lot you know you're, you're like oh 50 bucks here 20 bucks there but adds in the up, third man. world it adds up yeah what yeah. was that guy the coney um, oh yeah coney 20 Coney? what was it 2012 oh. 2020 2012 yeah 2012 was that long ago it was, yeah, it was yeah, fucking yeah. over 10 years ago Seven years ago. you've aged us wow that was a scam yeah yeah, yeah scam, we didn't know man. it was a scam like, oh. I thought it was a scam from the beginning. Coney was like, uh, he was meant to be like a warlord or something. Yeah. Yeah, man. Coney 2012. This was it. Um, this was the big one. This was the, they made a documentary out of it or? Well, that's what it was, right? Like, I remember seeing yeah. videos of uh, this guy in Africa. And, yeah. and then it turned out it was. Bro, for two weeks, he was like Saddam. He oh, yeah, like that it was abducting uh, tens of thousands of children to enslave them and use them as soldiers. But we were trying to support him or something. I don't remember what the fuck happened. <laughs> yeah, who were you sending money to? Yeah, yeah, that's what. I, oh, yeah, that, that's what happened. I think we were sending money, right? Like people, it was like yes. a yeah, UNICEF yeah, yeah. type of thing. Help the kids. But then he got the cash. And he just started. He's like, I'm a warlord. The guy behind Coney. It was a white guy, no? He's fucking white folks, bro. You can't trust him. Yeah. You seen the aliens? You believe in the aliens? I don't know, man. The, the more that this alien stuff comes out, yeah. the le- I used to believe it more than I do now. Because I don't trust the government so much okay. that I always assume they're lying. Yes. Because why? You were denying it for years. And now they're coming out and saying it. And it was the same week where they were like, okay, now we have to release the, the Epstein list to see who was flying there at least. And it was the same week where the Project Veritas came out with all the Pfizer, the damning video there, where the guy that works at Pfizer was saying all that stupid shit. So I'm like, it's a bit of a coincidence. They just dump all the info at once. Yeah, as soon as that us. shit comes out, you're like, oh, aliens, like, look over there. Look <laughs> yeah. over there. I'm like, come on, guys. So I don't buy it, but I do believe that there could be, I mean, the universe. Is fucking mm-hmm. ma- and there's a lot of, like, smart people that have spoken about this smarter than fucking me uh, that said, yeah, for sure it's possible. I don't know how far along. Um, or they might be here. Uh, I, I've heard the Bob Lazar take. The, what was Bob Lazar's take? So Bob Lazar... Is he the one who got abducted? No, he never got abducted, but he was a scientist working at Area 51. I, I saw the podcast with Rogan, yeah. He was yeah. on Rogan. He did, and, and so this guy interests me very, very much because everyone that speaks with him... And then there's people that corroborate his story and his position. Mm-hmm. And they go, yeah, it's weird that the government, the first thing they did was instead of saying it's not... They pretended that he never worked there. So then we found out that he did... Yeah. It discredited them. Like, well, why are you guys going to this weird length? You would just say he's lying. Yeah. But you just lied. You just made something up. And then we just investigated a little bit and found out that you guys are lying. So now how do we know you're not lying about the rest of this? Yeah. But it could be one of those roundabout things where they're just like tugging this guy along to trick us all and make us all like think about this. But he worried about that too. He said, I'm scared that maybe like I know a certain type of information that they want me to know so that that's the disinformation. It's so fucking wild. Yeah. It's so, but he said the one, one thing that he said on that podcast that I keep telling people that I find the most interesting, which is a theory I've had for a long time 
is Rogan asks, so what are the, this is like Crash, Roswell, the shit you're working on. He's like, no, the stuff that I was working on, we were trying to uh, back engineer to find out how a certain craft works. And we can't do it. Every couple of years, they bring it back. It's new scientists with a new technology and mm -hmm. they try to figure out how it goes. But the stuff I was working on, it was found in an archaeological dig. So Rogan's like, well, hold on a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On archaeological dig. He's like, yeah. And the guy's just nonchalant. He's like, yeah, so we're trying to work on it. So just thinking about something that's 2,000 years old or more, that's more advanced than what we have now, is such an awesome concept. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it doesn't get enough attention. Always comes back to the pyramids, right? Always comes. The pyramids have something, uh, not directly to play, but the pyramids have something very interesting to do with our civilization and history. But we, because of uh, archaeologists that were very, like, they kind of controlled the narrative. Mm -hmm. We we were blocked out from figuring out how old they were for a long time. Because yes. for the longest time, they were just lying. Every time somebody would be like, wait a second, this is actually older. They'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Don't gonna get this. discredited. Exactly. Well, I'm gonna lose because their whole life they're saying it's this long, and then yeah. if you say you're wrong, then they're like, fuck, I've been teaching class for 40 years. But that's that's not a bad thing. No, it's good. But for them, their egos. They're, that's what they think. Their egos go uh, ahead of the actual science and the history of it. And that to me is so much more interesting. So wait, you tell me they're thousands of years older than what we thought, and that whole every the way we understand it is completely different. Yeah, I want to know what the fuck's going on. There's uh, this guy. I, yeah, I saw I saw the same theory that uh, they 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 may be way older. It's not a, it's not a theory. If you date them properly, there there was um it was with the water that the guy figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. He's like, wait a second, this this erosion doesn't make yeah, sense because the last major time flooding or something. The last time that we knew it was like I don't know ten thousand. So if that's where it's from, then. It's not as old as they're saying. It's way older. Mm -hmm. So, and then they all panic. They're like, no, you can't fucking. Isn't it crazy that the Sahara was like full of water? That to me is the wildest thing. Yeah. The fucking desert was just goddamn ocean. It was apparently the like super lush. It was like the like Amazon style green. There was all kinds of stuff around there. Oh, really? Yeah. On the, um, on the west side of Africa. Where right now it's that big desert like under Tunisia or whatever. Okay. If, if they, they were showing satellite images and they go, this was all green. And, and it's desert now. And yeah. they go, there was water, there was green, it was lush. Mm -hmm. It's fucking crazy, yeah, the way uh, the world works. Poseidon, is that... Uh, oh, no, I was just pulling up Google Maps. Okay, I thought you were showing us a map of the studio. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, so all the, you see how it's white? Yes. Hold like on, it's let me desert. Show it to the peeps. So that was lush. It was lush, not underwater. It was like it a was green. a lot of water too. Okay. Like uh, under uh, Tunisia and Algeria and all that. It, it was, uh, but there was a lot of green apparently back in the day. Yeah, crazy. so you know how the Amazon... Earth shifts. Yeah, how the Amazon forest is now, like in Brazil yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. That's how uh, it was. That's wow. what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently the sands from the Sahara Desert, they get blown up with the wind and they actually feed. Yeah, that, we, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But yeah, we know that too. That's, uh, That's wild. That they go, even in Crete. Crete gets uh, sand from, uh, from Egypt. God damn. The island of Crete. The Crete? What is Crete? Crete, the largest island in Greece, that one. Okay. Right there. So it gets, uh, especially in the summer. So sometimes, like, let's say there's sandstorms in Egypt or whatever. It'll get all the It'll way there. It'll get all the way there, yeah. yeah. Wow, It'll get sand dude. from Egypt, yeah. Sandstorms are always crazy to me. My dad used to tell me about the crazy ones in Iraq. Windows would break and your house would just, like, if just the tiniest opening in the window, your house would just be full of sand. How crazy is that, Destroy your place. How fucking nuts is it? It seems so fake. Yeah. Until you live it. You see in like Mission Impossible, you're like, this is bullshit. It's, no, it's, <laughs> dude, I've seen some crazy shit in my life that makes me always second guess. Like, like I, fuck, I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. Like, same thing with the alien stuff. Yeah. Like, I used to be convinced it's all fake. Then I was like, fuck. 
I don't know if it's all fake. Like, there's a lot of shit happening at once. Is it unless it's a psyop? But there's there's too many sightings. Too many. Me, what fucks with me is Poseidon. If you bring up the Phoenix, Phoenix lights, bring up what happened. Uh, I think it was 1995. Oh, like the whole town that saw the lights in the sky. The whole city. The whole city. Dude, there was an MLB I game. I remember this. There was an MLB game. Stadium full of people. M- two teams playing. And it was on top of them. And everybody had stopped to look at it. Weird. So it, it's so, like weird shit. But now here's the question. Extraterrestrial or government, government. ship yeah. that they can't talk about? Especially if they're doing like uh, anti-gravity stuff. They can't. They don't want people to know what they have, right? They don't want our enemies to know. I definitely think aliens exist, but like, yeah. Is this shit that we're seeing them or is it just random government shit? Yeah, maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe there's some truth in, in the lies. Maybe they are taking apart these ships or this technology and they're trying to use it, but they've been doing it for a while. So now we're starting to get good at it. What actually was? Nobody knows what it was yet. It's and even, this video, right? Uh, there's a few of them. It's just these are all news videos. Uh, years. Uh, Phoenix lights, UFO mystery. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of weird shit, bro. Yeah, I think I found it. And, and we're taught. Well, there's not one. There's there's hundreds of videos. Th- that's the crazy part about this, this sighting. So there was people all over the city that were videotaping it. So you have all these different angles and shit. Really? It's not like a doctored one handicam. They're fucking whoever was uh, broadcasting the baseball game even had it like from you know. I haven't seen this one before. Uh, there, um, so there's different angles. You see these ships, the, the three lights going. So it wasn't just one; it's one person's angle, then another person from another town. So you see, so it was very, very crazy. This and this, I don't know how they explained it away. The, the I think it was the governor or the mayor. Mm. He said he saw it, and then he made a joke about it mm. in, in city hall. Did you guys see what he did? And people got mad at him because he saw. He's like, I saw this, this and that, and then to calm the nerves, he goes, "We found uh, the people behind it. We found the, the suspect. So bring him in." And this was an actual press conference. And they brought in a guy dressed as an alien. No, yeah. No. So it, it, people got really mad at him because they're like, "Dude, everyone saw it. We have video of it, and now you're just and you admitted it, and now yeah. you're belittling everyone." So, but he still says says it was a good joke. He goes, "I did his joke, but yeah, I saw it." He goes, "I don't know what the fuck it was." I mean, hologram technology exists. Yeah, but would that, here's would you see it from all those different angles? That because of all the videos, wouldn't they look so. different? Oh, really? Maybe. I think hologram technology can work from multiple angles. I don't know to what extent. They did it because they do it at concerts, right? So you can see it from all angles. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. But I think they need like a stage. But I guess a football stadium is a pretty good stage. To but be the football stadium was just one of the places that it was at. It was all over the place. It, said, it oh, even really? went it's over. Moving around yeah, it stuff. wasn't just, a, it was all over the city. I, nope. I don't know what to say. What if it was drones? Well, it, yeah, yeah, it could have been. That's how they do the Spider-Man the light shows and in, in uh, Dubai and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I've seen crazy shit. Spider-Man: it, Far From Home too. You remember? Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a cine film, but <laughs> it's not real. Uh, CGI, my friend. But the, the hologram is interesting. You bring that up. There was so was it Operation Blue Book or Blue Beam? Operation Blue Book or Blue Beam? I forgot this. Uh, it's a real thing. They, okay. they were t- basically Blue Beam Secret Service. They were talking about different ways of manipulating people. One of the tactics was with technology they have for both uh, launching audio signals to your ears and with holograms. Okay. So they go to different parts of the world at the same time. And let's say right now here in Montreal, there's a massive, massive Jesus, massive Jesus. Okay. Talking, and everyone could hear him. And saying, like, don't worry, I'm back. This is cool. Then you go to the Arab world, it's Muhammad. 
you go to, you get it and talking and telling people, just do this. This is what's going to happen. We're cool. This is like the second coming or whatever, okay. anything like that to manipulate everyone to believing. And you're working on technology, holograph and uh, the audio one to be able to pull it off. What? What, what's crazy is years later, I talked about this on the podcast. This was way further, like years later, it was used in an advertising campaign for a show. Remember those horror shows that they would go to haunted houses or whatever? Yeah. yeah. So in New York, there was a billboard. Okay. When you walk by and look up at the billboard, you're across the street now. In your head, you hear like, uh, it's real or something like that. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And they were using that technology. They were testing it out. They're using that technology for advertising campaigns. Bro, if you have schizophrenia, that shit will ruin your life. <laughs> That's what somebody brought up, actually. I think it was on the podcast that somebody brought up. But what's crazy is if we normally get it last, the military gets shit 10 years, yes. 15 years yeah, in yeah, advance. Yeah, yeah. If advertisers are already using that at, to a minimal level, imagine where the military is at with that shit. They could probably launch shit into your head from miles away. Yeah. And then you think you're going crazy or God's talking to you. Or God's talking. Yeah. So, you know, when they pay, you know, because they're behind a lot of like the jihadists. Yeah. Fucking, we funded, they said we funded Al Qaeda, we funded ISIS. Imagine doing that to a fanatic, launching that in his head, being like, yo, we need this guy. So launch in his head and you're telling him in Arabic in his head, this is, this is God. You're my soldier. Yeah. You need a good voice actor. Yeah. You need a good voice actor. Uh, What you're going to, this is the mission. Only you can hear me right now. You're going to meet this person here. He's in this. They're going to give you money. You're going to do this. You have to take over. It's the caliphate. Bro, this motherfucker who's already religious is going to believe the fuck out of it. Yeah. It's crazy what you can do. Getting people to kill themselves. Dude, no. even the AI, that, that's what scares me about AI is that I think we have a pretty advanced version. Like, I don't think the government's 10 years ahead in AI. Okay, maybe, yeah. I don't. I you think, think open AI, chat GPT and open AI, that's where we're at. As a language model, I think it's really good. And I don't think they're giving the government like a better version of the, what they have 10 years in advance. I think they're just like uploading it consistently. And it's scary what it can do. It, dude, it's... Su- I, I wasn't scared of AI before. Now I'm getting more and more nervous. Yeah, this could take jobs. This could take... It is going to take a jobs. A lot of jobs. It, it will take a lot of jobs. Open micers start writing open their micro- act, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's an open micer in the city. Uh, I, I heard something hilarious yesterday. You're going to love this. Uh, I'm not going to let you know who he is. He's okay. an open micer. Uh, they were telling me at the at the bordel... So he, he keeps stealing jokes. Okay. And he stole a joke from a comedian that we know. Okay. And someone called him out on it. They go, dude, never do that again. That's fucking, that's Mike's joke. And he's like, really? And even though he heard it from- Hold on, somebody c- stole a joke from uh, our, our Mike? No, no, Mike Mayo. Mike Mayo. Oh, okay, okay. I've heard this. I yeah. Who it was. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so he goes, this is the best comeback I've ever heard in my life. I was dying yesterday. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he goes, uh, yeah. no, I didn't. He goes, yeah, he's like, no, no, I heard that on SiriusXM. <laughs> He's like, so, so you're saying I didn't steal it from Mike? I stole it, I stole it from, from that someone guy, else, man. but in reality, he did steal it from Mike. But it's just so funny that his excuse wasn't, oh, it was just parallel thinking or whatever. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah. A joke that Mike's been doing for 10 years. But he's like, oh, no, I stole it from someone else. It's like, so you're just stealing those jokes. <laughs> like, that makes it okay. You that know? makes it okay. That's the worst thing to do when you're starting out because you're never going to develop your voice. You're just yeah. going to get used to nabbing. You, you won't understand the skill set of creating jokes you're, yes. you're never going to get it. it's going to be too late for you and you're going to have that crutch of stealing and modifying so he shouldn't do that so this fucking when i heard that i was like you fucking dummy there i remember hearing like uh when i started comedy i i was so bad i bombed for two and a half years it is what it is like horribly and i read tons of books and one of the things i read there was one book it was called steal like an artist and they're like uh you know Stealing is like taking something from one place 
whereas what you need to do is like take in everything from everywhere and like make yourself but like take in from your idols your experiences everything yeah, yeah. yeah. like me i would watch dave chappelle louis ck uh patrice o'neal joey oh, diaz like on repeat i'd listen to their podcasts opie and anthony and i just suck it in and then you just shit out garbage yeah but hopefully you know like you can't not take in stuff no you're going to take in either a cadence or you're going to take exactly. in a style yeah. you, the whole thing is you just you don't go repeat their jokes of course uh, what i took in a lot was especially from Patrice O'Neill, was the line doesn't exist yeah you can always cross oh dude him it was, he was the guy that taught me if it's funny it's funny mm-hmm. If anyone's complaining, misogyny, racism, that's their fucking problem. Because if the majority's laughing, then you did your job. Mm-hmm. You made it funny. If no one's laughing, then clearly there's an issue there. But if everyone's laughing, you, there's no... The second you say, I can't approach this subject, you fail as a comic. Patrice is one of those guys. He'll make the audience hate him as well. And, and then, then he, win him back. And then win them back. Uh, Louis C.K. Like do that fun. a lot too. He's, really? Dude, that's pro shit. Yeah. That's that's the and I used to I learned from guys like like I would see that they did it so then I would challenge myself and sometimes when I would do that like at the nest in the beginning I'd start off hard mm-hmm. and then I would say something like uh, uh, just wait a couple minutes I'm gonna win you all over just wait <laughs> and just with confidence you know and then when I'd win them over I'd go back and be like you see that you see that you're in, the, you're in the hands of a fucking professional <laughs> just calm down and then they you, you see people who are mad in the beginning be like Maha, motherfucker yeah, 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 yeah. but I'd love towing that it, that's fun if to lose them on purpose but only you know it yes and then you're like. Because, because if because I got them down on this one, they're gonna have to laugh at this one because yeah. I'm making fun of them. Is the best moment because it's that realization when you do it. They're like, "Oh, this motherfucker tricked us." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have you a few jokes that I do that. Make them not like you. When but you say this line. But you have to. If yeah. you you have to if you if that's what you're playing at. You yeah. don't have to. But I have a couple of jokes. He he knows like what I'm referring to right now. Where because he knows it's coming, he'll wait. Mm-hmm. You know, so he'll be like, okay, they're mad right now, but we'll wait till he wins them over. Nice. And then when I win them over, and they're like, oh, this cocksucker, he fucking tricked us. Because I needed you to be mad just to prove that you're fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. And then now we're, we're, we're a team again. Yeah. One of the things I got from Louis was uh, oversharing. He, he talks about how, like, on the last Rogan podcast, he talked about explicitly, like, the different kinds of comedies and how to make people laugh. And one of the main things he does is just share things that people don't usually say in public yeah and embarrassing uh, stories embarrassing things and that's how i started i would just do like my dick looks ugly and just my ass and all this nasty stuff and people were like ugh, and i'm like that's the reaction i want (laughs) you want at least they give you something at least they're listening you've learned how to capture their attention yeah yeah rather than just like kind of staring at me like i'm not saying anything of substance it's um okay and i it's funny because sometimes they stare at you as if you're not saying anything of substance yeah and then again it's you throw something in there and like oh okay okay, that was a trick Mm. like my saudi arabia joke is a trick you know yes of course i know it very well yeah you know it's 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 a very it's a trick to turn people off completely Mm -hmm. like they don't know where i'm going with it like i stop the comedy for almost like a minute something Mm -hmm. and i get into a serious topic and then i just bam hit them with a like a misogynistic joke like hard and it takes a few seconds like ah and then it's it's laugh but it's also the you motherfucker i Mm -hmm. thought you were like being serious and kind and then you just want to shit on these women (laughs) 
<laughs> like, so it's just, but it's fun to play with that. But also you have to know your audience. Yes. Sometimes I'll play too hard with people that are not down to play and it ruins it for everyone. Like, I've made people angry. I, I've yeah. seen that joke in action, and usually when you don't get, like, people who aren't very sensitive, they love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but if they're sensitive, do they get pissed? Because they, they feel like, oh, this was my moment to show people that I'm a good person, and Aww. you stole it from me, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they... Like, they're giving you clapter and stuff like that. Yeah, and then they're like, you tricked us. <laughs> you fucking tricked us. So they get... But these aren't people that should be at comedy shows. Yeah. Sometimes you get people like that. Sometimes I've noticed now there will be people at shows... You do not belong here. They don't know why they're there. No. They think, they're like, oh, it's a comedy. I'm going to go out to a comedy show. But their mindset's not right yet. They're kind of sitting in the crowd and they're like. You can't talk about that. Yeah, or angrily. But we know that, you know, and we're playing with these guys. I, oh, those, when you catch them yeah. and then you turn the audience on them is the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're the only person that's angry right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Muslim guys are laughing at the Muslim jokes, <laughs> yeah. and you, lady, who are not a Muslim, you're saying what that is offensive. Yeah, yeah cross like the Muslims wouldn't like this. Ask them; mm-hmm. they're sitting right there and they're fucking laughing. Ask them if they wouldn't like it. I hate that, dude. I love when I do a, like a black joke or something, and the one black guy is laughing, and I'm like, I did it. And then the, there's people, white people around, just like, no, nope. like, I'm not gonna laugh at that. <laughs> he's, he's giving you the green light. He's exactly. telling you this is funny. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're still in that um, section right now mm-hmm. where there's still people like that. But the only way to fight it is what we're doing. Yeah. Just keep plowing through and don't take anything. A lot of, um, I'm trying to teach this to comics here. A lot of comics here get scared of like, can- no, cancellation is not real. You, the only way you're going to get canceled no is if you're, if you're a rapist or a murder. But that mm-hmm. that's society canceling. Yeah. You, there's stuff that they say you, like mainstream, I know this. There's stuff that like uh, I ax myself from. Like people who don't know, like, uh, were, ah, fuck, I don't even want to say the company. But anyway, there's something we're working on that was very good. And the biggest uh, streaming platform backed out the last minute mm. because it was the week, I think it was November, whatever, Chappelle was on uh, SNL. Okay. It, remember that thing? And they go, oh, because, and it has nothing to do with what he said, my project. Mm. And they were like, oh, because of that, you know, we're distancing ourselves from this type of, we're just doing specials. We're not going to do like docu-series about comedy and about mm. uh, because of this. And I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Is it the latest uh, SNL Chappelle thing? Yeah, yeah this was in, this was recent. So okay. I was upset because in my head, I was like, oh, it's a big break. I had a big chance. And mm. now they, because of, you know, technically it's cancel culture and I have nothing to do with it. So yes, it's in the mainstream. It still happens. You, you could lose out on opportunities because people are fucking scared. It's true. But in general, for your career, unless you're doing something like disgusting, yeah. you're raping or you're killing, no one's going to fight. You're going to find your niche. You're going to go ahead. At it. And people need to learn that because they'll change. They'll be scared on stage sometimes to say something in case I offend X booker here who runs some shitty uh, all access room that's supposed yeah, to be yeah, nice yeah. to everyone. They don't matter. The show that pays you maybe $4 is not going to change your life. Mm-hmm. Be the best comic you can be and you're going to find your lane and your niche, you know? So that's the lesson I try to give the younger people coming up. It's like, if it's funny, try it out and say it. Yeah. Just don't try to offend on purpose because it's not going to work. I know. Some stuff just is offensive. I get, sometimes I think about it like, you know, I have the showcase coming up. Maybe I shouldn't do my jokes about women and Jews. You should. (laughs) You know what I mean? You should. I should. But I definitely, I think about it. Like maybe tonight I'll just make fun of myself, you know, because I have enough, but I love making fun of everybody. It's the best. It's so much fun. You see someone's face, they're like, oh, and they laugh. It's great. But when we do the, because we're going to probably have the showcases at the the bordel night, mm-hmm. what I'll do is what I mostly normally do when you guys are all on at the bordel is I'm going to go crazy ham hosting, like rape, 
Jews, whatever. So <laughs> everyone just seems like, oh yeah, it's just part of the, you know what I mean? So it doesn't seem like this guy came out of nowhere. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. noticed it softens the blow after. Because Yes, if the host is crazy. Yeah. And everyone else just seems like, oh, these guys are reasonable. Completely normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amr would do that at Melrose. He'd go nuts. I'd see him off the top and he'd just do this stuff and he's screaming in a woman's face and he comes off stage and I'm like, you always do that? He's like, bro, if you don't go crazy, they lose attention for the rest of the show. He's like, you have to go crazy off the top. He's got uh, an interesting style. Fuck it, ever. <laughs> he might be right. I don't know if you have to go crazy. I don't always go nuts. I just have fun because a, a good portion of the crowd on Tuesdays, they're fans of mine already. Yes, so I know fans. I could go to random places you can't with random crowds. Yesterday, I think it was a little weird for them because I, I didn't open like I normally do. I didn't really tell jokes. Okay. I told a story of like uh, our podcast boy Guido Grasso the day before how detectives were calling me looking for him and it was all real. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, the crack house stuff and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, what is happening? So I was telling the story on stage and I go, the weirdest part of this was that the detectives were podcast fans. Oh, so wow. I was like, should I be embarrassed that they know me and this is happening? And they're, they're throwing little like podcast references. No way. I was like, is this professional? <laughs> or, like, you know, you're trying to grasp it in your head. And then when we finally found him, like the day after, he didn't even know that I found out about this. Yeah. I go, are you okay? And he was like, yeah, why? Oh, what do you mean shit. fucking yeah, why, bro? What the fuck? The detective? He's like, they called you and it was a misunderstanding. Okay. Because he sounds like a crackhead. So they thought he was a crackhead. But there was <laughs> yeah. apparently no crack involved. Oh. There was no crack involved, but they were convinced. There was, that's why they couldn't find him because he, really? he wasn't cracked out. They were. He was well, eating spaghetti at his aunt's house. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. I so thought they, they found him at a crack house or that, something. Because that's what they told me. Yeah. Because they told, essentially, they said, where can we find him? I said, look, if what you're saying is real yeah. and he's a crackhead, do you know the local crack houses? Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, we know all the crack houses. I go, go search in the crack houses. <laughs> Jesus. So they call me 20 minutes later that we found your boy. He's safe. I go, is he okay? We wouldn't go that far. But he's like, they were making <laughs> jokes about uh, Yeah, they were making <laughs> jokes about him. So spaghetti and crack. So then I go, all right, thank you for telling me. He's like, no, no, thank you for your help and finding him. And then I go, I didn't help you guys. All I said was go visit the crack houses. And he's like, all right, sir, that's enough. Thank you. And he hung up. And I go, who the fuck? Did they find him in a crack house? Wow. But he says they didn't find him in a crack house. Now, I'm going to grill him when I see him face-to-face -face soon, yeah. and I'll know if he was in a crack house or not. Yeah. You know? But it was just, so, so I was talking about that on stage. So some people were like, holy fuck, this is crazy. And they were having fun. But it wasn't a ha-ha moment. It was more of like, wow, that's a fucked up story. Yeah. So it was a weird way to start the night. But they were getting, like, the biggest but Montreal podcast news straight up before any podcast. Nice. So for the podcast fans, it was crazy. Like, yeah, they I can't probably believe felt like really a part of it. Really? That's what I do. Even next week, I have shirts I'm going to give out. Like the, the shirts that you saw over there, no one has them yet. Okay. I'm going to start giving the new 2DM merch. We haven't even sold yet. We okay. don't know how we're going to sell them. So I'm just going to give... I like giving people like... Like you're coming out, you get something extra. Nice. Like, you know what I mean? There's You're, you're, you're experiencing something that is, is, is unique. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, t I'm trying to take care of these nights at the bordel very oh, much. Cool, right. You, What else is new, bro? What else have you been up to? Um, What have I been up to, man? You've been killing it around the city. All I hear is good shit, everyone. All I'm doing is hustling the city. I'm, I'm People who don't know I know you ask me if I know you, like oh, if really? I book you. Yeah, they go, you should book. I go, I, I already do. He's a regular. Nice, They're like, man. don't worry. That's good to hear. Yeah. I want to get out of the city a bit, like... Uh, I'm planning on uh, doing a Toronto, Ottawa, maybe Vancouver. I like this. Mini tour. Yeah. Uh, put out clips. I want to organize like a taping. I Do you know. speak French? No. Fuck. My girlfriend's French and I've Tell her to help you translate. It. Sorry? Tell her to help you translate jokes. You think so? Like translate my whole act? I'm not joking, bro. Mm -hmm. It's the, the way Quebecers are with stand-up. 
the biggest art medium here in Quebec for French is it's not music, it's, it's stand up comedy. Yeah. They're the rock stars. Like people love stand up. How long do you think I need for a set to be useful? Time wise? Yeah. All you need is 10 minutes and 10 minutes. you can start getting booked at places to start with a 10, yeah. like a solid 10. And then that'll just snowball you because there's so many okay. rooms. If that's a good 10, you could do it all kinds of places. Mm-hmm. And then you just add to it because you already have your minutes. It's just about yeah. translating. You just have to practice it in French okay? because the cadence is different. But if you're funny, no one's going to appreciate you more than French Canadians. I'll do it, man. Yeah. I talked to Stéphane Poirier. Okay. Uh, when um, I was doing the Sugar Sammy Secret shows, he was the host. And uh, we're talking about comedy and stuff. And he's like, if you do a French set, I'll do an English set same night. I was like, you know what? We'll do it eventually. Yes. So I got to do it. I'm th- and I know everyone now, so I can hook you up with spots and shit okay, in French. Yeah. Cool. And they're super nice. I'll get it. I'll get yeah. it translated. You're going to, it's going to be a new lease on life. Okay. You're going to, it's like a breath of fresh air. You're like, what the fuck? This you exists find, here? Is it different? What's different from a French, like doing a set in French for a French audience versus English? Uh, freedom. More freedom? Yeah, yeah, I could really? go wherever I want with them, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could go wherever I want with them. Is there some stuff that they don't like to joke about? In my experience, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Like, I have I haven't seen it, and I'll make fun of it. Like, I'll go politics, Greeks, mm-hmm. Haitians, trans, uh, the, uh, people in the audience, anything you want. It hasn't bothered Not them. many sensitivities? No, because I'm always angling it with like there's humor in it mm-hmm. uh, if you get preachy they're not gonna like it okay. if you start saying like um you should all suck a trans woman's dicks or you shouldn't ever talk to trans anything that's preachy like do this or do that yeah. left or right they might be like what the fuck this isn't stand up okay. but as long as it's funny i haven't no one they're like fuck this is i, I like this angle mm. you could joke about anything okay. which is the way stand up is supposed to be yeah the goal is funny yeah so that's the one thing i like about french is i could go wherever i want with them nice but English too, I still go wherever the fuck I want. No one stops me. No, you. Ju- I'll just get people if they don't know me. They don't, so they'll cross their arms. They'll get upset mm-hmm. until they get to understand what I'm doing, and then maybe I'll, I'll win them. Like I've had fun with crowds where in the beginning, like the first five minutes, they're like, "What the closed fuck? off?" Yeah, and then once they realize, like, "Oh, this guy's fucking with us," yeah, yeah and then yeah, they'll yeah. open up a bit. Like I thought he was one way, but he's actually it's it's, it's an act. Is it a? Do you feel like the hive mind of French comedy is like tighter knit than the hive mind of English? Like the crowds, do they have more related thoughts? No, there's actually uh, it's fewer related thoughts because there's different okay. hive minds in because French comedy is so big here. So there's the the comedy nerds I call them. Okay, they're the real like they're like the Lujos Oud, Mike Ward fans. Uh, they come to my shows. Mm-hmm. They consume. All of it, French oh, and really? English, American stand-up. So they understand. They know what Chappelle's up to, what Louis C.K.'s oh, wow. up to. So they don't like hacks. Mm. So they're the ones that if they're an open mic and some guy's doing Louis C.K.'s bits or uh, Chappelle, they'll, they'll know. know. Yeah, Even yeah, though yeah. they're French, they'll know and they'll be like, ah, fuck. Uh, it was better when Chappelle did it. Mm-hmm. Also, because he's black and you're a French-Canadian uh, white guy talking about black stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They'll, they'll catch on to it and they don't like that. They're okay. the best. Nice. Because they'll, they'll keep you honest. Proper comedy nerds. They'll keep you fucking honest, and yeah. they love it. You you can go... Like, there's a night on Tuesdays. GHB, it's called. Okay. My buddy runs it. It's right across the street from the bordel. Mm-hmm. And it happens just before... An hour before my show at the bordel. And I go there. He'll invite me. I'll go there. And I could test anything in French. It's called GHB. Uh, gore, hard, brutal. It's, okay. So you could say whatever you want. So the crowd is already desensitized. You can go anywhere you want as long as it's funny. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of it is even if it's not funny, they're not going to get mad at you. They just won't laugh. Yeah. Because they know that you're trying. Everyone's testing shit. Mm-hmm. But you can test anything from 
your I don't know your your parents being mean to you to rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you can navigate because these like rape and all that they're very hard to make funny. Yes. If you don't have a place to practice it, mm-hmm. the first time it comes out, it could be too hard. Yeah. You know, even if you're a victim, I know victims who they'll talk about their rape. The first times it comes out, it might not be funny. It might just be like, holy fuck, you're just describing Yeah, a little intense for the crowd. No one, everyone gets cagey. Yeah, there, no, they get it. They're like, okay. all right, you're in a safe place. Do whatever the fuck you want. And then because of nights like that, you're able to practice it. And then it turns into a funny, well-crafted joke. So if nights yeah. like that didn't exist, where the fuck are you going to test jokes like that? Yeah. Where it's impossible. So I, I went to, even last week. I was testing some stuff out, and I was like, uh, I was like, I know this one's a little hard. It's not funny yet. It'll get there. It'll get there. <laughs> but it'll get there because of nights like that. Yeah. You know that they let you fuck around and test. I got a test in like a room with three people. <laughs> Some like, of those jokes, man. I'm like, you know, I go Sunday at the third open mic floor, um, and if there's too many people, I probably won't do it. Really? Yeah. Some of the jokes, man, they're a little too much. I'm like, I'm going to lose this crowd. It, it ha- I did it when I showed up at the at the third floor a few weeks ago. Were you there? Mm, I'm not sure. I showed up uh, to do 15. Okay. And it was like a surprise thing. I showed up with Mike and, and Mike jumped on after me too. And I lost them in, in, in the beginning and I never won them. I went too hard in the beginning. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck's happening here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the-? And I could never win them back again because they were, there was a, a certain, there was this, actually there was this black couple in the middle. Mm-hmm. They were the only ones who were on board the whole time. Nice. I think the woman had already seen me. She knew me because okay. they caught on right away. Mm. She knew. And I think she said something. So she knew. She's like, I know, like, I know what he's, he's up to. But the people who didn't know me, they weren't giving the chance of, let me get into this comedy. They're like, is this, what's going on here? Are we allowed to laugh about that? Yeah, yeah. You know? So it was just, it was hard to, to win them. It's tough to come back, man. Once you say something that even you don't know if it's, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, no. But and it's so fun. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it's like, this is the best part of the night is me bombing right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and to other comics too. That's the funny. If you could fuck with your friends when they bomb. Yes. Like, I love it, dude. But you have to tell them. There's some shitty comics that they bomb and they're like, that was a great set. Great set, buddy. You're Yo, a killer. What? One, one time I bombed that um, you were there. One okay. of one of many. Yeah, the, <laughs> the uh, fuck, what was it? The Mondays. Okay. Yeah. At the McKibbins? Yeah, when I forgot my punchline, remember? Okay. Oh, uh, dude, I forgot my punchline and I turned all red. Oh, but that's a different kind of bomb than what we're talking about. <laughs> and that yeah, is- I, just, I just hear, all I hear is, and I turn around and it's it's Hattie. <laughs> Yeah, that's Just, a, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, fucked up. Oh and then I God. tried, I tried to like uh, win them back, you know. No, but that's not win. It's not word. No, no, I know it's yeah, different. Yeah. I know it's different. That's more of a pathetic. Uh, it's a hundred percent pathetic. But that's the thing is, I kept trying to do jokes after, and then some of the stuff that I had tried, I tried them already. They were okay, but then they just wouldn't laugh. All I could see was uh, the look of pity in people's yeah. faces, and I was like, bro. That's rough. No, that we don't go through. That that's that's that was that that, that, that was oh, when so we just, started. Just me, just me. No, that's because you just started. You, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna forget what I'm talking about. It's more of testing. Uh, if I forget, what, if I don't have my punchline, that's a different story. I'm not a comedian at that. Like you, you know, it's, it's yeah, that's yeah, not what's yeah. gonna stop me. But I'll say stuff that'll get a reaction worse than me forgetting a punchline. Yeah. 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 I know that feeling. And then you're digging. You're like, how do I get out of this? There's no way to transition out of it. Some and I don't like admitting sometimes like ah oh, that one didn't I don't like that like, oh, I don't oh, do that. that one didn't work that's the worst you know because then they're like okay we're right he knows yeah, exactly. he's a piece of shit yeah then there's no way out that's like you closing the doors like I failed no you don't do that yeah another thing I tell people not to do is you notice a lot of comics they'll get on stage and they'll be like I'm pathetic I'm a comic no, no, I, I have twelve dollars in my pocket the second you say that they lose confidence <laughs> in you they're not gonna laugh yeah because they feel pity for you exactly. 
Now they're sad. Now they're sad. They're supposed to have con- like you don't go see a theater show like the Nutcracker mm-hmm. and the ballerina dancing is like. I'm not I, making- I owe money to my bookie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys better clap. Yeah. Or else I'm gonna get beat up. Like I do, I do children's parties. Please hire me. Yeah, you'll be like, "What the fuck is pathetic? I can't enjoy this." Yeah, you. They need to have confidence in you. Mm-hmm. Which again, I guess you can't teach this shit. People will learn it as they go. Some will, some won't. Some will just steal jokes from Mike Mayo. I don't fucking know. <laughs> of all people, to still joke. That's what Mike said yesterday. He's like, "Of all people, to steal jokes from about me," <laughs> <laughs> which was such a good Mayo line. Do I know this person? I forget. Mike Mayo. Yeah, of course you've. I don't know the person that stole. I don't know who you know, bro. I mean, he's not. It's just a, yeah, you've seen him. I, actually, I know that you you know him. Like I know that you know who he is. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I, I I heard the whole story and I forgot who it was. Oh, I'll tell you after. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna blow up his spot. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah, starting out or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's just. I think it's bad form. Yeah, because then people will know you like that, especially the bookers, mm-hmm. and no one's gonna want to. Like, I'm not gonna book you on on any of my shows. Of course, if I'm scared that you're gonna steal someone's shit. I get nervous about that stuff sometimes. Because once in a while you see some, you know, some new acts coming up and then you see a bunch of their jokes like, oh, these are all, a lot of the same premises. And then I just start getting nervous whenever they're in the crowd. I'm like, oh, my God, is he going to take this shit? Is he going to lift my yeah, shit? Is he going to take this stuff? One, one of my old jokes was stolen uh, by a guy here. And I remember I got a call years ago from Andy Tenderloins when he was still doing comedy here. And uh, he quit comedy. He, it, when I started, it was me, him, and Mike Mayo that would do a lot. And he's like, this guy, bro. He lifted your joke, like I guess that I had done it one night, like word for word. It was a joke about Airbud, and he's like, "What the fuck do I do?" And I go, "I don't even do the joke anymore. Yeah. I, like I don't care. I care on principle. I go, but he's not gonna go far. And I think the guy doesn't even do stand up anymore. For sure. But it was just like I, I don't care enough to go confront him at that moment, like leave my house at that moment because I don't use the joke anymore. Yeah, I don't it's even want like, to talk to this guy. You yeah, know? so then I think Andy or something had told him something like, what the fuck are you doing? That's Pantelis' jokes to scare the shit out of him. Nice. But it was just, it's a weird joke to lift. <laughs> it's weird. That's why I want to be like, it's it's always a good reminder, like be more original. Because mm. if someone can steal it, maybe it wasn't original enough. That's why you have to talk about, uh, that's why I talk about my life a lot. Yeah. yeah. Can't take that. Someone starts talking about their podcast partner, uh, smoking crack, and detectives <laughs> looking for him. It's very suspicious. Yes. That doesn't happen to everyone. Yeah, that's very specific to Montreal. Uh, George Silly hit it on the head when he said, "This is uh, GTA." Montreal GTA. is like GTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah. rules. It's just such a weird city. Yeah, look at all the weirdness. I got a video today of cops pulled someone over and they were threatening to shoot them. Really? The megaphone. Yeah, did you see it on Instagram in the group chat beside him? Nah, I didn't watch it. That, that's what it was. They're like, uh, "Guy in the passenger seat, we have guns pointed at you. If you shoot at us, we're gonna shoot at you." Jesus Christ. But, if what, how do you say that someone if you're gonna shoot at us? Because if you had a gun, they would have already shot him. Yeah. So that's a weird thing to say to someone at a traffic stop. If you shoot me, I will shoot you. You get scared of cops when like interactions. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm really nervous. Yeah, yeah. I don't hands like on the steering wheel, ten and two. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like around, it. Man. I don't like it because they're. I grew up with them being very mean to me. Oh, really? Yeah, I've had a lot of uh, shitty run-ins when I was really? young with the cops. Yeah, so I, I don't like it, but. It's sometimes you fall on like some cool ass dudes, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a lot of. There's another fucking weird thing. A lot of podcast fans. Oh really? A, a lot, lot of, of cops? dude. A lot of cop podcast fans. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. The funniest uh, experience I had wasn't with a cop podcast fan. It was at the Bordel night. I don't know if you were there that night. It was the RCMP officers that were here during. There was like a big thing. Okay. And uh, the RCMP officer brought his friends. He was a big podcast fan. That's why he was there. Nice. And when I found out he was a Mountie, I couldn't. I was like, this is so ridiculous. 
This is so he's like, yeah, fucking people listen. Like he's he's a big fan. I came, I saw you, you know, I wanted to catch the show. And I was so impressed that like Mounties are like, let me put on fucking pantals. Let me laugh, you know, let me put on horse. (laughs) On a horse. Yeah, it was making fun of the uniform. Some guy listening to you on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was telling him, I go, it's a little bit, you're fucking cosplaying. He's like, no, I like the uniform. It's kind of fucking weird, bro. It is weird. The only one dressed like that, you're cosplaying. But they're cool dudes. There's so many cool dudes. It's just that normally if you get pulled over, a lot of times you're going to fall on the dick. And then you're going to see them as dicks. Cops have that one bad thing that one bad cop fucks up for all of them. Yeah. You hear one bad story and they turn into Arabs after 9-11. Yeah. Everyone's the enemy. Yeah. And there's guys like, what are you talking about? I grew up here. I have this store. I got Mm -hmm. nothing to do with Al-Qaeda. Like, sure you don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, remember right after 9-11? I don't know how old you are. but I I was living in America. Oh. And we moved back to the Middle East. Cause of cause of nine eleven, I swear to God. Oh, you're like, oh fuck, we gotta go back. We gotta dude. prepare for this attack. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they got us. Let's get out of here, dude. Two months before nine eleven, we moved to to Los Altos mm-hmm. in California, and then it happened. And I think it was early morning when it was before school. Yeah, it was eight, eight o'clock, uh, eight twenty or something. Yeah, when we were in LA, and um, oh shit. Okay, okay. So okay, the three hour difference. Was, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so we were there, and I remember usually I'd watch some Cartoon Network, but they, they kept it on this building. I was like, oh, can I put SpongeBob? <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. School canceled, and we went to school a couple more times, maybe three to four more times. And my parent, my mom's just like, we got to get out of here. Muslims started getting sent anthrax in the mail. There was some crazy shit. My mom would just mail it back. She's like, fuck you. Uh, really? <laughs> you <take> it. <laughs> was it anthrax or? There was anthrax getting sent to Muslims in the mail. It was on the news all over the place. And did you guys get anything? No, that- I don't no, think no. so. No, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't grill my mom, but uh, I don't think so. Uh, but there was a lot of, um, you know, people start looking at you funny. They're like, oh, you're Arab. You know, whereas they didn't give a shit before. But now they're like logging it. Like, oh, you're Arab. And she's like, I don't want you to get bullied in school. This is going to be a big thing. We moved back to Dubai. Your mom raised a pussy. You should have got bullied. That's fucking... It got that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and what about Dubai? How was that? Oh, we didn't give a shit, dude. Nobody cared. No one cared. Just all Arabs, you know? It's not all Arabs anymore. Not all. It was Arabs, Indians, and Filipinos when I was there. I like how you're like, it was Arabs and then uh, the slave class. Because that's what it is. It was worker class. You're saying worker. uh, That's not what it is. I know. Those sons of bitches... Human slavery. Dude, it's weird visiting Taking now. their passports and shit. Yeah. That's fucking mental. I always feel like my last trip to Dubai, I was a little nervous just because doing comedy, but too much jokes out there. I'm like, I hope they don't get mad. Um, but I was visiting and you don't notice stuff when you're living there. But when you visit, you're like, this is weird, man. Yeah. Like we went to one person's house and the table's covered in food. And we're like, oh, thank you so much. You made it. She's like, oh, I didn't make any of it. The maids made it. Maids. Many maids. There's like three or four of them in another room. We don't, we didn't see them. Yeah, they live on uh, campus and sometimes they the rooms. They live on campus. But the, it, this, my wife was telling me. She grew up in was uh, like, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And she, she, she was telling me all about that shit. Don't you, we didn't see, like they didn't exist. And then they're like, oh, let's go sit outside. We went sat outside. By the time we were back inside, the whole place was cleaned up. The, like the meal didn't happen like ghosts like ghosts all these Weird, little filipino man. women came in there bam 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 it's they crazy fix it up the worst is the passport situation though when they take your passport, take the passport. and then it's like well i want to go home 
That's nice. This is your home. <laughs> Get back in the closet. And I don't, know, I don't know the details, but I have heard about that. That's yeah. taking the passports. The worst was workers, Qatar. Qatar, Qatar fucking with the was, World Cup. Bro, they were killing people. People were just dying, and they're like, all right, just put the cement over them. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, put the cement over them. People will die. Dude, worker deaths. We're building deaths. a stadium here. Even in Dubai, worker deaths in the summer, way more than in the winter. Because the heat stroke. Mm. They're up on some building with no AC. No water. And, bro, they build stuff fast. Like something in Montreal that will take six years will take fucking six months. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. Because they don't care. Go die. Build it, you know? It's fucking insane. Yeah. But uh, I hear what you're saying about the jokes thing because there's places that I know I will never visit. Like Saudi Arabia, I will never go to. And I've been even told as non-jokingly, like, yeah, it's not, no, no, you shouldn't go to Saudi Arabia. I, I was mean, told by a Saudi Arabian, you have a big mouth. Not the place to joke around. Yeah, they go, don't go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You could go to Abu Dhabi, you go to Dubai. Sure. Don't go to Saudi Arabia. Because they're kind of metropolitan-y. Yeah. You know. They have good relations with Greeks. They have big comedians coming through. Yeah. The the UAE has good relations with Greece. Really? Yeah. So they're cool with us. So they'll be like, okay. ah, fuck yeah, your jokes, you could tell them. Okay. But I know that Saudi Arabia, the shit that I joke about, no that's, that's death penalty shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. joking. Yeah. So <laughs> Mike had a good bit when he was talking about how, um, I think he was there where they go. The, he was doing a show in, at the UAE, and they go, the prince, there's a seat safe for him, like a throne, might show up. Mm. There's only one thing you can't joke about, I think, and it was like the royal family or the princes yeah. or something. Like, it's weird going to countries and hearing you can't joke about this thing. Yeah. They did it to Mike when he went to China. He's like, can't joke about these three things. And it's very weird because then as a comic, a lot of times you want to just talk about that. That's the only thing you want to talk about now. Yeah. Because I know myself, I know that I would do that. Like if it was a prince, I would start making fun of the prince, but in a way that he'd be cool with. Like I wouldn't be like, look at this fag. No, I'd fuck around, you know, (laughs) in a way that he'd be cool with just to be like, no, no, look, you say if you do it properly, you could broach that subject. And it it looks good for them. Like if you can take a joke, it's, it's a great look, but they don't want to open that door. Now they're scared of other people. Uh, well, you know, oh, Mike was told this in the U. This is fucking crazy. And someone I remember online is like, that's a lie. And then I found out it's not a lie. Mike was actually 100% right. When he was there, they even told him. There was a rule for the, I don't know if it's in general for the for the population there or just, you weren't allowed to make fun of like Indians, all the working class, because they were the majority. There's less actual uh, Emiratis yes. in the country like than 10%. them. So they were like, no, no, you can't make, because if there's a revolt, we're losing this battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you weren't allowed to. And, and I remember Mike's like, this is so wacky. In other countries, it's like you can't make fun of like the ruling class, let's say. And he was like, no, no, the biggest thing is don't make fun of them. Because, the working class. Yeah, there was something about that. How fucking mental is that? That is wild. Yeah. That's weird to have a country where you're not even like the ruling class is complete minority. That's fucking crazy. 10%, man. You go there and you, you feel it. Uh, although... A lot of the places that you might frequent as a visitor, you will see probably more of the ruling class versus the Emiratis. The class. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of time in the malls and stuff like that. All of these dudes in pajamas. Pajamas. They man. look comfy they're as fuck. S- they're so comfy. You used to rock that when you were there. Not. I'd rock them on like Halloween. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is costume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it comfy as fuck? It's comfy as fuck, man. You get a nice silk one. Wow. It's it because the air flies through it. And no underwear, just naked under. No, no. underwear, underwear. Okay, I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. You don't want something poking That's, out. That's yeah, There you go. Okay, so you wear your underwear, and then you got that over, and you, you feel cool. Yeah. I mean, some people wear, like, uh, like clothes, like a, like a light tee. Under it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody goes, like, 
you know, full on pajamas. Yeah. Although that, bro, the air, it's so nice. It looks, it looks like it would be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're just hanging out in pajamas all day. Yeah. I Smoking doha. Have you ever tried doha? No. Is that like a shisha? It's, it's a green tobacco in a long, small pipe. And it gives you like a big head rush. I used to smoke it all the time. I quit all cigarettes. Poseidon, and stuff bring, like that. bring up this, this uh, narcotic of the Middle Ages. D O K H A. Not Doja Cat, bro. <laughs> Poseidon's looking at big butts. Hey. This stuff, man. That's it's like weed. It's like catnip for Arabs. Exactly. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Dude, people love this. You take. Like the first hit of that you take in the morning gives you like a head rush so strong. If you stand up, you'll be like, like dizzy. Oh, sometimes that would happen to me when I would smoke a shisha because I'd smoke in too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to inhale that shit, I think. Oh, I don't really? I don't know how you not inhale. You know when I hear that, like don't inhale this, just smoke it. I'm smoking it. So I'm going to inhale it. Of course. Cigars you don't inhale either. Cigars I understand. It's Cigars I understand. Too, you'll it's start way, coughing. You start shit. coughing, but you do it by accident sometimes because you're breathing in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It literally means doha means dizziness or vertigo. And exactly. Oh shit! God the damn, dizzy. Man. This is the dizzy. The dizziness, uh, man. The dizzy dust. So it's a tobacco product consisting of dried and finely shredded tobacco flakes mixed with herbs and spices. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, this is a KFC of fucking cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, it originated in Iran during the 15th century. Unlike oh, Persian tobacco, eh? uh, also called shisha or masel. Oh, that's the first time I hear about that. Masel. Masel. That's the. The what's it called? The tobacco of the shisha. Okay, okay. Uh, Doha is not cured with molasses. Users smoke the tobacco blend in small quantities using a pulp, uh, pipe called. Right, Bill Nye the Science Guy. That's enough. <laughs> I just want to know. So this, you, 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 it's not like a casual thing. Like you, you take a hit and then you continue. It's not something you could just chill and smoke. No, it's something. I mean, you're not gonna take a hit every. You know, it's not like cigarettes that people chain smoke. Yeah. yeah. This one, I'd say. You know, maybe you wait five, ten minutes. After each hit? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like you go... And this is something they do in the morning? They do in the morning. They do after food. Like, bro, in Dubai, everybody smokes locha. It's a lot. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Greece, it's cigarettes. Okay. They're big on cigarettes. Coffee and cigarettes. Turkey as well, man. Yeah, of course. Dude, I went to Turkey, and it was my brother's uh, engagement tour, meeting the family. You got engaged to a Turkish girl? Yeah. Oh, how did that go? So far, so good. All right. <laughs> so we went and we met her family and it was like a big dinner, maybe like 25. They put out the appetizers and everything. The people come, they collect the appetizer plates and they replace them with ashtrays. For every they single know. person, everyone lights up. And then they take the ashtrays and then they bring the main dish and they bring some ashtrays cleaned back and everyone's smoking Crazy amounts. You hear that, Poseidon? They didn't just take our land. They took our bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of dope, though. It's fucking dope as Dude, shit, yeah. I'm going to open a restaurant doing that here. I'm going to get a license <laughs> for that shit, bro. Dude, one cigarette would be used to light the next cigarette. I swear to God. They'd fuck. take one out and light it with their last one and just keep smoking. Holy fuck. I didn't know that they... God damn. Okay. A lot of bad teeth. Oh, okay. Greece is not... Greece, they take that shit. They're very... Um, Greeks, since the ancient times, you know how they are. They're very visual. They like things mm. to be pretty. So they like to take care of their teeth. Nice. But they smoke a shit ton. Yeah, Smoking will fuck up your teeth. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they... Uh... Keep it so clean. Yeah, they're nice. Especially nice. the women. Mm-hmm. You ever seen Greek women smoke in maybe, Greece? Maybe it's the yogurt. Maybe it's the yes, yogurt. Of course I have. It's the fucking... 
don't know. It's the weirdest. There's very attractive women in Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Dudes too. Like they're like you could always find goblins too in villages. Yeah. But in general, there. I remember when I was there in uh, September. I was like, fuck. It's so strange that we don't take anything serious, but everyone is always dressed to the nines really? and like yeah, it's fucking. We've always been like an aesthetically plus people. Like we like things to be aesthetically nice. Is there a famous Greek actress? Like is, who's a, who's a famous in Greece or like in the world? In the world. They bring up like Greek heritage, like people who genetically are Greek, like uh, Jennifer Aniston, shit like that. Oh, she's but, Greek. Yeah, there's a lot of Greeks uh, in, in Hollywood. Yeah, Billy Zane. Uh, uh, just you don't know it. Some of them change their name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Aniston, mm-hmm. uh, they change their name for Hollywood. Uh, but there's a, there's a lot of Greeks. Yeah, Keanu Reeves, Lebanese. Keanu Reeves is Lebanese. I didn't know. Yeah, I thought I it was Japanese. No way. Japanese. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. His name is Keanu. Is that Keanu. a Lebanese name? Bring up Keanu Reeves, right? I didn't know. Yo, I thought he was like, dope. I thought he was from Osaka or some shit. I thought he was like half Canadian, half Japanese. Dude, I was so excited when I found out. I like it too. I like the lebs. When they tell nice him you're the Japanese. chosen one in the Matrix, I'm like, he's the chosen Bro, one. Click on Muslim this guy. again. Canadian star. Lebanese uh, born Keanu or something? Charles Reeves. Beirut. Yeah, yeah born, born in Beirut. He was like born in Beirut, this cocksucker. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he's a, whether he likes it or not, he's a Lebanese citizen. Yeah, buddy. God damn. He's one of the top ones. And then George Clooney married a Lebanese woman. Is he still with her? Yeah. Who, what does that woman do? She's like she's a philanthropist. A oh, she's, she's a lawyer. She's a big time lawyer. In Lebanon? Um, I think on the world stage. I forget what she does exactly. But I remember she was like a big deal. Yeah. She was like this fly, like sophisticated honey. We're, Arabs were so happy when he married her. <laughs> Like Lebanese women start going crazy. Like we're the most beautiful. <laughs> George Clooney loves us. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. That's dope. This makes me like him more. Yeah. Now, Keanu's one of the good ones. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's very yeah. wholesome. There's a lot of cocksuckers in Hollywood, but he's one of the good ones. Yeah, he's a really good guy. Yeah. His life is a sad story. Like his girlfriend passed away. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. yeah. But he's this guy kept his head up. Yeah. Fuck. That's the only shitty thing about being in Montreal. They're always filming in Toronto or Vancouver. So you can't, like, I want to get guests like this, just talk to them about shit like that. Yeah. But it's never in the same city. Mm-hmm. Once in a while. Once in a while I get something lucky. here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Toronto, Vancouver, way bigger. Yeah, dude, you can, they should start fucking really podcasting out there. Mm-hmm. They have shitty podcasts in those dude, Since right I now. moved here, I stopped acting. Stopped all acting stuff. Because there's not as much available. Yeah, there's nothing here. You know. I, I know act. my agent tries to get me shit. And yeah. it's always like random commercials that I say no to. Well, you speak French. Yeah. So you're you're in the clear. This is a perfect place for... Uh... It depends for what. Because I also, okay. for like the longest time, Preach was explaining this to me, for the longest time here, they weren't casting properly. Mm. So for example... Casting by name rather than like by who's right to play the role? Yeah. They, they, for example, they would, like let's say um, for me, right? If you want to do like a Greek gangster in Montreal or whatever, I would probably be a good pick to do it. But okay. they would get Jean-Guy something, mm. pretending he's Greek, okay. pretending he's... It's like, guys, why are we doing this? And, and Preach was saying something. I think it was Preach who had a funny story about, like, there was a, a big movie here, a big show, and the guy that they wanted to play Haitians was at all not... I think it was a white guy. Like, it was a completely random... Like, it wasn't a Haitian guy. You could tell it wasn't a Haitian yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, random shit like that that they would do. Like, like, good enough type of thing. Yeah. For the longest time... So it didn't matter if you were good for the role or whatever. It's just we're going to pick our people. So it wasn't the... I think now they're trying to change it because people noticed. Yeah. Like you, you think s- that's more of like a, like feeding feeding your f- family? Like they keep the same pocket of people that they hire? 
I think there's two. I think they got comfortable with, I know this guy, I could trust him to do the job. Yeah. And I think it's also they thought like, maybe the people making it didn't really see a lot of different, eth- so everything was stereotypical. Mm. Like, yeah, of course. If I go on, I put a hat and I go, uh, Habibi, how are you? They're going to think I'm an Arab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't realize that <laughs> there's actual films that depict the real people so people could tell the difference. Yes. Like, that guy's not a black guy. Mm-hmm. That's a really tan dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've all done it. Like in Hollywood, in that movie with the robot, remember they had the, the guy playing the Indian? I used to watch that movie all the time. <laughs> yeah, me too. When I was young. <laughs> what, was, what was it called? What was uh, it? Short Circuit, I think. Short Circuit. Yeah. Oh, Poseidon, if you go dude, look at That guy you, was in brown face before Trudeau. Yeah, yeah, he dude. He was the original. Was it Short Circuit? What's it called? Short Circuit movie something circuit. I think it was what, 86. What was the robot's name? Was it Short Circuit? No, no, it's not. Oh, huh? there we go. It's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know the robot, yeah. Uh, short Circuit. What's Short Circuit? Fuck, my memory's weird. Uh, go look at the cast. Yeah. On the cast. There, the first guy. First guy. Yeah. Ben Jabituya. No, that's the character he was playing. Dude, there's a couple of Arabs that they reuse for every single Arab role. Bro, yeah, this guy was playing the Indian, right? No way. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Fisher Stevens. If I remember. Well, no, Ben Shabituya is the guy. No, no, I know, but maybe you don't, don't have, have to put. Pictures. Oh, oh, there it is, dude. It. Oh, it definitely haunts me. <laughs> he said it haunts him. Look, look, look. Look at his face when he's Go in down. it. Go down. Bro, that's no. so. Oh, and he's doing the hands too. Look at no. him, bro. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. It's oh, wild. Man. All this shit sounds fantastic to younger people because they think we're exaggerating and we're fucking around. Mm-hmm. This is all real. This is how the world was. Yeah. Go scroll down. Just the pictures. This is it. This is amazing. Dude, it was a great movie. Yeah, the movie wasn't bad. It was great. It was a well-loved hey, movie. He kind of pulled it off, though. Yeah, dude, he I did, didn't know. I thought did. he was an Indian guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one knew. I wouldn't have known. A lot of people didn't know Robert Downey Jr. did the Tropic Thunder role until they like saw the credits or rewatched it. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Oh, shit. I showed up late to the movie, so I didn't see the first part where he goes under transformation. Okay, so you didn't know. No, and then I'm watching. I'm like, bro, it's fucking Robert Downey Jr. My friend's like, what are you talking about? And same thing with Tom Cruise in that movie. Tom Cruise, I got to admit, it took me a, a little while to realize it was Tom Cruise. Crazy makeup. But crazy Bald, acting too. Prosthetics, the hair, the acting. She was amazing. Yeah. That was a good acting movie. Yeah. Forget the jokes. The jokes were awesome. But acting wise. Yeah. Jack Black as a cokehead. Yeah. Oh, dude. And you had um, Ben Stiller as Simple Jack. <laughs> yeah. Simple Jack. Simple Jack is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you I, went I saw full retard. Like six, seven times. When I was younger, I didn't watch like stand up. I watched comedies like Tropic Thunder, Dodgeball. Dodgeball, Tropic Thunder, Wedding Crashes at that that whole era, uh, 40 Year Old Virgin. Yes. Those were epic, epic comedies. And then now when they go like um, Tropic Thunder, you know, uh, it's offensive because he did blackface. Uh, So this is why context matters. Mm -hmm. The reason why it was funny is because they were poking fun at it. Yeah. They, They understand what you're saying. He was an actor playing this he was an australian guy playing a black guy it was great it was, it was great. So that was the fun. whole joke but even the other guy the, the 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 black guy in the movie who's like 
Man, this is this is, that was the whole point of it, yeah, like yeah, to yeah. show how ridiculous Hollywood actors are. The way they think they can, no, I could get into this role, <laughs> yeah. and I, that was the whole. They were, but the way they saw it, he stole Robert Downey Jr. did blackface. He stole the role from a black man. Well, no, it wouldn't work if it was exactly. a black man. Yeah, it wouldn't work. It would. The whole point was how ridiculous this was, and it was hilarious. Yeah, he did a great fucking. That whole movie is amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't look at it as like a goofy comedy. I see it as just a hilarious take. On Hollywood, yeah, and it was fucking fun. Also, uh, South Park. We don't talk about it. South Park, well, the greatest. You know, I don't. I've never really seen much of South Park, dude. The best, most timely, satirical commentary on society mm. is always South Park. They would. These guys, to me, are always going to be legends in comedy and in free speech. The speed in which they would make episodes, yeah, so that they're relevant. Over. Is phenomenal. I don't know how they haven't killed themselves yet. Yeah, they have their own studios to do it, and they would always they would always have their finger on the pulse yeah. of the world of America, and they wouldn't give two fucks. They're not like they wouldn't lean and be like, "We're gonna be left. We're gonna be right." Everyone gets shit on when they're being stupid, mm-hmm. and, and now they did the whole Prince Harry, Meghan Markle thing. I'm okay. sure you saw the videos of that. No, no, you ever seen the videos of that? No, dude, Meghan Markle apparently wants to sue them. Really, dude, Poseidon. I don't know if you want to bring up uh, any of these videos. It dude. is. Phenomenal. That's the benefit of the low budget that they can churn out episodes and just so make quick. the guys move like this. Because it's all about the the uh, content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the graphics honestly have gotten a shit ton better. Like, oh, really? If you look at the first episode when it started, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like trash, but they were still hilarious. Yeah. You I, can bring up like, any of the clips because everyone's been making fun of these yeah, clips. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I saw Towley uh, or something. Oh, Towley back in the day. And find it on YouTube. Hey kids, <laughs> you want to get high? Yeah, Tali, want to get high? Tali's always a crackhead. Uh, South Park, Megan and Harry. Yeah, for sure, people have uploaded the videos. I have a lot of trouble consuming this. Yeah, content. or even if you, if, yeah, take I don't one. Want, I don't want the news. Take a short. Yeah. Take a short. I'll go down. It's that. Go down. Which one? Go down. Yeah, do this one. It's a news. Go clip, down. Though. What's this one? Uh, ah, go on this one yeah click click this is another one yeah respect our privacy click on that one and then the one under that is going to be the next one you want me to uh, play volume or no I am playing volume yeah uh, skip the ad click skip it ahead because this is just the Kyle watching my clicker is not working your brain your clicker's not working. Oh, yeah, there you go. Skip ahead because now it's just Kyle watching a video. Look, and now he's getting disturbed. No, go back, go back, go back. Right there. Just leave it there. Okay. He's getting disturbed now by his neighbors in the middle of the night. Respect our privacy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we so mad today? Because we want our private. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Park County Police Station, what's your emergency? Yeah, the neighbors across the street are setting off fireworks and it's 10.30 at night. Oh, is it the Prince of Canada and his wife who just want to be left alone? <laughs> yes, they're being super loud and I'm trying to work on my prayer. Oh, God damn it, now the prince is playing polo on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> hey, can you two fucking keep it down? 
You ever heard of a thing called privacy? Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Will you two just shut up and go away? Poseidon, <laughs> now go back. Isn't the it such a weird angle that... No, no, I mean, go go back, back. You know when you're selecting the videos? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go back. There, there's the video right under this one, if you go back, was the one that everyone's talking about when they were on the talk show. That's the oh. This is the one that they're mad about. Oh, okay, let's see. Yeah. Go back, go back, go back, go back. They put fucking music <laughs> over there. They put music Arab music the over this <laughs> so they don't get copyright strike. Pick another one, but it, that's the scene. It's, it's that one. Yeah, it's, it's that's the, that's the that one, one you just pick. Uh, hold on, hold on. You could even pick one of the news ones because so, they're going to show it because it's the best. It's the scene that really pissed everyone off. This one? Uh, I don't know if it'll show it. Uh, there was one with Megan Kelly, I think she. Oh, does it show it? I think so. They're here. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, click I on think, that okay. one. Yeah, I think it's this one. Because it, 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 this will Harry piss them off. Actually, gets convinced by the South Park gang that he he needs to be a bit more authentic. Have a look. He's right. Trying to make ourselves into a brand just. This is funny box. too, but it's not the scene we that pissed them off. Look, look. We don't need to be a brand, do we? And then he speaks into the empty void. If it's truly what we want, then we really can get away from it all. No more magazines and Netflix shows. We really can live a normal life. Yes, I'm sure you agree, darling. We can be the people we talked about being. With no more worries about how we look or the image we project to people. What matters is what we have on the inside. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> but dude, I'm telling you, the clip where they go to Canada oh, today shit. or Can Good Morning Canada is what pissed them off. It's the fucking funniest thing. Oh, right there. Where? The bottom? That's the Arab one, though. Yeah. Is that the Arab one? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Is it this? Oh, the, click on it. Oh, I hope they show this. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, as long, one, yeah, but click on it because as long as they show it. Oh, uh, yeah, they do show it. Okay, yeah, okay. Click hold on, on it. I'll mute until this fucking commercial is yeah, yeah, yeah. done. Fucking yogurt. Uh, this this is the clip. You're going to see why it pissed him off, but it's amazing. But yeah, South Park, dude, these guys are fucking phenomenal. How many seasons have they put out? A lot. In the th 20s or 30s. How many episodes? Per the South Park. At least 20s. Just okay. because it's so funny. Yeah. It has been several months now since our beloved queen has died. Our Canadians are finding it hard to go on. All Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the prince and his wife. Thanks for having us on the show. Oh, what the fuck? Why did come on? That's not the funny part. Fucking Piers Morgan. No one knows not funny more than this cocksucker. Click on that one. Click on the second one. Yeah, yeah. Let's try it. But I want to discuss South Park, and it's the episode everyone talks like about. Geez. I think this is Australia. South yeah, Park. Park. It was an oh, there, 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 there. roasting. The uh, have here. a quick look. Oh, oh this we bitch, if she cuts it off. Thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be here. It's great. So let me start with you, Sam. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, when? <laughs> <laughs> you see, my wife and I are totally like, you should write a book because your family like stupid and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. <laughs> so you're a journalist. 
We just want to be normal people. <laughs> bro, it's fucking fantastic. Oh, that's so good. Bro, they, they ruin them oh to the God. point where she's like, I'm, I'm very upset. I'm considering suing them. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Dude, what's their angle? They quit They're annoying. The, they quit the royal family and now all they do is talk about the royal. Like, what, what is the angle here? But it's all her. And everyone could tell it's all her. It's She's all her. the one like poking at him, you know, in the interviews, and he's sitting there like a bitch. Oh, he's just man. sitting there staring at. I remember with Oprah, he's just sitting there staring, and she's like, "Yeah," and like they're so racist, and this and that, and he's just sitting there like, yeah, "Me, me, grandmom was racist." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he wrote this stupid book. He goes, "My, my, I was bullied by my brother. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he would call me a fairy." Yeah, because you're acting like a bitch. Yeah, like this isn't this isn't newsworthy. Mm-hmm. And the best is that, the privacy thing. I'm glad uh, South Park made fun of it. They're like, yeah. we just want to be private. So they're, it's a Writing spectacle. Everywhere. and going on TV. Bro. You could be private. You have the money to, to really go away. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. I would love to have a conversation with the South Park uh, creators. Oh, fucking uh, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Yeah, God yeah, yeah. damn, like, dude. That would be a dream. Show? Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah. But again, we're too far. They live in Colorado. Legends, man. If I would ever hook that up, I would pay. I'd fly down there with all the equipment and yeah. do it there. Yeah, for these guys, a hundred. They, they, they must be the most entertaining, fun podcast. You is that? Is, do you have like a list of like the top people you'd ever want to interview? Yeah, I don't have a real list, but if I think about it, these guys are on it. Okay. Uh, uh, who else? Larry David. Larry David. Yeah, yeah. Larry David, because I feel because I like him so much, I feel like he's gonna hate me because we're very much alike. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's gonna hate me, which makes it funnier in my head. Uh, I have that. I'd like to interview Trump. I'd love oh. to interview Trump. I think he'd be funny. Yeah, me too. I think he's a funny guy. Uh, Interesting. I'd Larry, love to interview Trump. You, yeah. you heard about like Larry David, the way he made his TV show. It's like all improv and stuff like that. Dude, it's uh, he's he did he thinks he sees the world and he's done shit that I end up doing or seeing the world the same way. I mm. really fucking like this guy a lot. I get annoyed by the same shit that annoys him. Mm. Yeah. Those little interactions. Dude, I always, I always have awkward interactions because of it. Cause, yeah. And then I have to cut it short with someone, and then they get upset, and it happens all the fucking time. So he's my spirit animal. Nice. Like, I see him, and I go, okay, it's not just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying we're the normal ones, but at least there's two mentally unstable people in the world <laughs> reacting the same way. So I like Larry David. Uh, I haven't thought about it too much. Like, having... I guess dream would probably be Dave Mustaine, uh, Megadeth. He's the singer and the creator of Megadeth, the okay. band, my favorite band. I'm wearing a shirt actually. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, Dave Mustaine would be a big because that would. I, I actually wrote a pilot. I wrote a treatment rather for his uh, a show that would be based on like his biography. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to get it made. Like I'm trying to get him to sign off. Really? on it. Yeah, yeah, we're. I'm always sending people to try to. It's that interesting. The story of his biography, bro. Uh, anyways, he died twice. Because of drugs, and they brought him back. Oh, wow. He was one of the founding members of Metallica. Yeah. And they kicked him out of Metallica. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. right before they got, they exploded. It was his songs. It was the shit that he wrote that were their big songs that they kept, even though they kicked him mm. out of the band and tried not to give him credit for it. Out of spite, he created Megadeth. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't find a singer because he's a just he's a great, great guitar player. So mm-hmm. he started singing. He's like, fuck it, I'll do it if there's no good singer. Wow. And he wasn't even a singer. And he built Megadeth up to become one of the biggest bands in the world, only out of spite, just to fuck with Metallica. Wow. And it's just crazy. The story is, uh, the stuff he's gone through, and then uh, they told him he's never going to be able to play again because he had this crazy nerve damage in, in his in his arm, in his hand. And he just fought through, he's like, fuck that shit. And he rehabilitated himself wow. to come back and play. It was just, it's this whole, he has an epic, epic, epic journey, this guy. Nice. Almost caused a fucking riot in, uh, in Ireland. 
Okay. Bro, this is a fun story too. He, uh, Dave Mustaine, he, there's a song he wrote, Holy Wars. Okay. He wrote it because of that interaction. Holy Wars, uh, brother will kill brother, spilling blood across the land, killing for religion, something I don't understand. Like that's mm. some of the lyrics of it. What happened was he found out that someone was uh, in, in the arena was selling bootleg t-shirts okay. of Megadeth. So he told security, find these fuckers, steal, take their merchandise and kick them the fuck out. Okay. Security finds these people. They bring these kids, like teenagers or whatever, to him. And he's like, what the fuck? He goes, no, man, we we're selling t-shirts. The money was going to the cause. It was for the cause. Oh. And he's like, he doesn't know what the cause is, but he's like, fuck, that sounds cool. The cause. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He didn't, he didn't know what the cause was. Oh, shit. But he's like, fuck, that sounds cool. Oh, so he goes shit. on stage, bro. And he goes, this one's for the cause. Now, the cause, Poseidon. So, I know the cause. Yeah, bro. so Ireland is split in two. Catholics, there's violent. They're, they're fighting. The country's split in two. They're fighting over. It's Catholics and Protestants, I believe. Civil war, revolution, people getting murdered, car bombs, which, all that. Which country is this? Uh, Ireland. Okay. So uh, he doesn't know when it, he doesn't know when he said the cause. I forgot which side the cause is from. Oh, this is legendary. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it starts a whole thing in the crowd. They had to stop. It. Like it oh just. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it's a whole night. He's like, why is everybody all upset? And then his own bandmate was pissed off at him. Okay. Uh, the next day, he's like, "What the fuck you said that?" He's like, "I don't understand what I said." They said the cause just sounded good. Like, yes, the cause. I didn't know what the cause was. The cause heavy metal. The cause was rock and roll. Like, I don't know what the fuck the cause was. But so then he wrote when he found out the details. Then he wrote the song about it, "Holy Wars," which became a massive song. Okay. And the song was about him being like, "I don't agree with any of this shit. Like, I don't know why you'd kill someone for religion. This is mm-hmm. stupid." But it was just so fantastic that he goes out there. It's such a Larry this David. For the cause. It's something <laughs> that I would accidentally do. It's yeah. something that I would you know go out there and be like this is for the cause. It'd be like. The- what the fuck's the cause, bro? Yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. are killing each other now. What did I just do? So it's just funny that he did that. And uh, so he has crazy, crazy stories, dude. This okay. guy lived. And I remember I saw when he came to. Do you remember the Dawson shootings? I wasn't in. That was the year before I came to Montreal. Okay. Yeah. So that was. I was working in video games. That, that was, was that in 2007 or 2008. 2007. Uh, yeah. 2008, 2007, something like Somewhere that. Somewhere around there. So. He was here the day that it happened. There was a Megadeth concert. The day that it happened, the day after, because I, I went to the concert. I remember I had tickets. Oh um, six, and they were trying oh six, and they were trying in the news in the media to implicate him, to blame him. They were saying we found out that the the shooter was listening to Megadeth. He liked Jesus the song Christ, Polaris. Yeah. I remember this. Okay, being a thing, and then people were actually trying to argue it. And I was working video games. I was like, you guys are such stupid cocksuckers. Yeah. You realize they do this to us, right? We make video yeah, games. Yeah, with video games. And they oh, say that we're responsible. Video games. Yeah. And then I remember asking, I go, how many hours a week do you play video games? He goes, like, 50. And I go, yeah, first of all, you're addicted. That's a bit too much because you work full time. Mm-hmm. How is that even possible? But are you going to go out and shoot people if you shoot? No. I go, so shut the fuck up. It has nothing to do with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I remember that. And then on stage, he talked about it. He goes, just so people, people are unsure about our stance. Fuck that guy. He goes, like, that guy's not a fan of ours. Are you people fucking crazy who's mm-hmm. saying that? Why would we want kids to get killed? Of course. You guys are nuts. He goes, don't implicate us in this shit. Crazy to blame just artists because yeah. someone was listening to them. Which is, like, this is a slippery slope. Yeah. You know, Hitler like that. Yeah, Hitler also drew. He was an artist. Everyone who drew, are, everyone who draws, mm-hmm. are they going to commit mass murder? Yeah. Hitler also loved drinking wine. I know a lot of wine drinking broads. I don't drink any wine. <laughs> Good. But it's just, I hate it when it's, it, they try to draw these correlations. For sure. If you want, you could just do that about everyone. Like, he drank water. Mm-hmm. You know who else drinks water? Everyone on the fucking planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so I hate it when they do that. And they do it with art a lot. Yes. They do it with if art. you listen to this guy, and even just like random speakers, you know, like Jordan Peterson. This is one of the big ones. You listen to, you, you say one word that he said or listen to one thing. 
now you're uh, one of the lobster crew. Let me know? tell you about Jordan Peterson. I first heard about him through comedians in Montreal. I was doing a show and a comedian, they were talking about him. I don't know who he was. And he's like, yeah, this motherfucker from Toronto. And he was really pissed about Jordan Peterson. Okay. And he started describing, I go, what does this guy do? He's like, he's a professor. And I misunderstood because the way they described him was like, he's out there and he's telling these students if they're trans to go fuck themselves and he won't respect them. Yeah, he won't yeah, yeah. I was like, that seems aggressive for a teacher. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then he was in my feed. Stuff was happening. And I saw what actually was going on. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's not what's happening. Nice. Yeah, he's fucking that. And, and what he said mm-hmm. was what I believe too is completely reasonable. He's like, let me know what you want to be uh, called. I'll fucking call you whatever you want. Obviously, I don't want to fuck with you. But don't pull this political shit of, uh, sir, you fucking missed you and start a fight because I'm not, tr- you know? And then exactly. I saw that. I go, wait a second. And then he was against the government compelling speech. Yes. Which I'm which against is the government. Great. Yeah, I'm against the government compelling you to say, go fuck yourself. Exactly. Because it's in the same laws as like somebody, like the Mike Ward scenario. It's yeah. the exact same law that would apply to one that applies to the other you which say something that offends you can be sued which is not good especially when offense is such a arbitrary random thing yeah, very subjective you can have two greeks yeah make the same joke mm-hmm. one could laugh one could be offended exactly what are we doing here yeah we're gonna fucking sue everyone yeah this is crazy so i saw that and i was like holy fuck this guy's actually the right guy mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for him and then I remember that comedian getting mad at me when I said that. I go, this guy's fucking right. And I retweeted him. He's like, I can't believe you retweeted this fucking animal. And I go, but show me where he's being an animal. He's yeah. being completely reasonable. Once in a while, I mean. But I now he's he become start- a little grifty. Exactly. You feel it? Yeah, yeah. I think initially he had like some good points and a couple good talking now points. Now he's believing his hype. Now he's like like the second coming of Jesus. The $10,000 suits and all. Yeah, yeah it's, it is weird. It's I agree. It's weird. I also don't blame him. It happens to a lot of people. He got rich, dude. He got rich. Not just because he got rich, but he also got a lot of hate, man. Yeah, there's that too. So if you get a lot of hate, it's going to change you a bit. You're going to be like, fuck you. you. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of hate thing. Also, I think because he was more of a nerdy dude Mm -hmm. his whole life, he didn't get a certain attention that he's getting now. Yeah. Like now there's chicks that are like, yo, this guy's the sex. He's the sex icon. He's a mature old man or whatever. He never, there's <laughs> no never, way. Never heard that. No before. way he ever heard that shit before. No yeah. way. So him is like, I'm fucking all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sex of Jordan, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe that too doesn't help, but is he, uh, is his point of view and all that right or wrong? It's a hundred percent right. Mm. The way he saw it was, uh, you can't, you should not force people to say shit. Uh, you can't bring people to court. Because they misgendered you. They, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Any any sort of offense should not be su- like suable. I Like the defamation case is an interesting one between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Interesting. Because it's not an offense thing. It was like lies to media outlets and like big, uh, you know. Yeah, like that should be illegal. Yes. But Cause it's, defama- close, it's close. But how? But here's the thing about close. Close, I believe that the victim in this would be Jordan Peterson. Because they're the ones saying uh, this guy hates uh, anyone who's different, gay, trans, whatever. Mm. He won't, Those are lies. Because people from his class, that trans student that come out and said, well, I had told him I'm a she. And he's like, oh, cool. And he kept referring to me as she because mm-hmm. I told him. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm not with what they're saying because I lived it. And all he got mad about is like students were trying public randomly in the class, like someone he didn't like someone is like, let's say looks like you not making an effort to be a woman or whatever. And mm-hmm. then you go, how do you And he's like, I'm um, and then started shit. And then he's like, I'm not going to ever fuck you. No, no, no. You're not going to bully me in my classroom. Exactly. And it's- I was for him on that. I go, yeah, that's crazy. Now you're just trying to start controversy. Yeah. So by calling him a transphobe or whatever phobe, you're defaming him. 
You, so that I see is that because you're like you shouldn't hire him. You're trying to take money out of his pocket. That I get, but him just saying like uh, Dude, anyone acts like an asshole to me, I'm not gonna want to do what you want. Exactly. Anyone, you could be just you know another comedian just acts like an. I'm not gonna, you know, I'll bring you up as shithead Magoo. You yeah, know? yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore. Exactly. So I I see where, but uh, people are getting to uh, the virtual signaling thing is real. I see a lot of people who just want to act like they're nice people. So if anyone is a visible minority, gay, uh, trans or whatever, they'll automatically take the side even if it makes no sense. Dude, I remember in Toronto, I was bumped one time. Four hours. Like, it was a 9 p.m. mic. And I got on at like 1.30. Holy fuck. And I bumped, bumped. But right before I got on, uh, I thought I was not getting on that night. This guy, the host, comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, are you a person of color? <laughs> You should have said yes. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm Arab. He's like, oh my God, you should have told me. I would have put you up earlier. I'm like, what? What the fuck? And then I go up and I like, you know, I lose my mind on stage. I was so angry. (laughs) Did you mention that? No, no, no. Not not that night. Oh, that's so fucking crazy. Ridiculous. These people are nuts. The ones that do that. Yeah. Who asks you, hey man, are you a person of color? It's the weirdest question. What the fuck? (laughs) And then he puts me on. It's like, bro, fucking, first of all, asked me four hours ago. Second of all, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Just like, yeah, why is this pushing me forward instead of the fact that I've been here? You know? Fun fact about that guy, I don't think he knows it, but he's a racist. Yeah. He, that's the best part about the seal. They don't know it. They do racist shit. They separate be like, okay, this is where the blacks are. The Arabs are here. The whites exactly. are going to be here. And then they go, fucking racists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're segregating people based on their color. Mm-hmm. That's racism. I did um, a thing with Second City. They had, uh, it's called the Bob Curry Fellowship. So we auditioned and it's like a diversity program. And then you get a free like scholarship to work with them for 12 weeks or something. And me and my buddy got in and we're working this thing. And we're like, man, this is really shittily planned. Like they're really not teaching us anything. And we're like an afterthought. And it's all these like black people, Asian people, Arab people. Very diverse. Very diverse. And then their main stage is like, you know, all white guys, one black guy. And we're just, you know, we were sitting there and we're like, we feel like this fucking, like they gathered the immigrants. Like, this is your thing. Yeah. Go immigrants. Have fun over there. No thoughts. We're going to do the real shit here. Exactly. And I just, by the end of it, I was like, man, this fucking sucks. Super racist. Yeah. And they're going to tell you, how can we be racist? We invited. We invited all these immigrants. It's yeah. like, bro, you fucking. Put them in a corner. Yeah, exactly. Put we us in a little box. Invited them and segregated them. Yeah, yeah. dude, it's the best. <laughs> the the virtue signaling racists yeah. are the funniest. I've been observing it for years. And I'm always fascinated because you're not the only one that tells me stories like this. Yeah. I hear this shit all the time. And it fascinates me every time. Yeah. I go, I guarantee you if I would speak to these people, they would not know that they're racist. Dude, they went through a whole thing. Like, uh, you know, the owner stepped down and he was like. <laughs> He's like, I am. I was doing this for white supremacy. I, there was what? Some, there was some big what controversy the with the second city owner where he decided to step down. Now there's new ownership. Because he stuff. said he's a white supremacist. He says he's been pushing uh, white supremacy without knowing it and all this stuff. Because he oh, didn't God. hire a black guy. I, I, so I don't remember the exact, amazing. but there was uh, there was a big like Zoom call where everybody was like coming out and saying the racism they felt, and I was on the call. I was like. You know what? Fuck you guys for putting us in this like little immigrant box. I didn't enjoy it. Badly organized. I told them on the call. Then afterwards, I'm like, man, should I have said that shit? <laughs> yeah, at least you fucking told them. Yeah, I love what they thought was racist. 
Like, it, they didn't realize that the stuff they were doing that was racist was the racist part. They're like, we've been doing it for years because the only people that we took in, did you take them in because they were white? No, they were the funniest. Then you weren't being racist yet. Yeah, it's fun. You Bro, started being racist when you said we just people. want black, Asian, Arab and put them in a corner. Then you became exactly. fucking, but they can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, can, they don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. So and I auditioned because I was told that there's no other way to get into places like this. You know, you got to, and it is how it is sometimes. You finagle your way into a show however you can. You got to. They have immigrant night, uh, throw me on immigrant night. Let me show them what I'm capable of. Sure. And then you try and get onto like big shows. Yeah. Either way, improv wasn't for me. No, huh? No, 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 no. No, I always found it goofy. Yeah. I just felt it would help maybe acting or, you know, it would get me on like bigger shows. But Did it? No. Nothing. Nothing. Met Met some people who are pretty cool. How long were you in Toronto for? Four years. Four and a half years. What did you think of the, the scene there? A uh, lot of mics. A lot of empty mics. Yeah. Over here, we have more shows that are full. Over there, they have more shows. You know what I'm trying to do? Mm. Uh, I'm talking to the uh, the new booker, uh, just for laughs, the Canadian booker. Uh, I'm trying to set up a circuit so that Montreal comics will have sp- like places that they'll go and they'll do their hours or half hours in Toronto and we bring the Toronto people nice. here. We get them on podcasts. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the biggest thing I've noticed for um, Canadian comics is a lot of them are not really, on, until they move to the States, like let's say Danny Polachuk, Ryan Long, they went to New York, they fucking doubled down. They were hilarious, so they decided to showcase it online mm-hmm. and they blew up. I noticed that a lot of Canadians don't get online much. Yeah, They don't do, and the ones that do, they blow up. Mm-hmm. But people don't, um, don't see that and, and emulate it. So I want to have a lot of Toronto people on podcasts. Get get them on the internet where there's somewhere they could you could click to. If you Google yeah. them, you find something, you hear them speak. Just to be able to build up their career, but get a bit of a fan base. And also here, you know, you start going to different cities, you see different people, test different jokes. It helps. So I'm trying to organize that, get something happening where it's like a transfer system. Nice. You know, we send Hadi out there for fucking three days. Mm-hmm. He does. They send us someone. Nice. Yeah. There's a good, uh, I mean, Ryan Long just got on Rogan. Fucking right, yeah. Crazy, right? Dude, it's, it's nice to see people around you making it over there. And you know? he's been, if I understand correctly, him and Danny have been like working their asses off for years. Yeah. Years. I, I did a show with him five years ago. He was headlining. I was doing like seven or something. And he was already hilarious then. He was very funny, man. Uh, very funny back then. And then I don't know how many years he's been in the States now. Maybe like five. Yeah, the, I, I think just before the pan. I don't know when. I, I, I met... Um, like, I had Danny Polchuk on the Pantels podcast. Uh, I think it was just through Twitter, like, friends in common. You know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah, a yeah, yeah. comedy scene in New York. Uh, and that's how. And I was like, fuck, these guys are Canadian. This is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I found them hilarious. I didn't know. And then when I found out they were from Toronto, it made me love them even more. I was like, this is fu- all right. Yeah, you know, Canadians can do it. Yeah. Because for a long time, it was like you'd see, like, on the American podcast, it was like me and Mike. You, you wouldn't see other people. Yeah. And uh, they would always be hidden. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Aaron Berg exploded in, in New York. And, like, you'd get. He's Aaron. Canadian. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, now he's an American citizen, loves the U.S., but he's, uh, yeah. Dude, I think about moving a lot. You don't need to anymore. That's the beauty of it now, but it depends how you do it. Yeah. I want to see Louie roll up on a mic. Yeah. To me, seeing someone like that come and work somewhere and like just Motivates the fuck out of you. Yeah. To me, that would be like so cool. Like, oh my God, he just had a bunch of premises and it would just make me want to just write a shit ton and go out to a show and try stuff out. Keep me producing, you know. Why not? You you do like uh you start by 
planning something, be like, oh, I'm going to stay at this Airbnb for like three weeks. Mm. And you roll on every fucking mic and you do it from time to time, see if you like it. Because New York is a fucking cesspool. I've been there for, I did a festival uh, for like a week in New York. Hit all the mics while I was there. You lose a lot of cash doing mics in New York. You're paying seven American dollars per show. <laughs> you just keep fucking going. Oh, they charge you to get on stage in uh, New A York? lot of mics will charge you to get on. And there's no one in the crowd. You're paying fucking seven bucks to perform for, uh, you know, a mic host and like two other comics. I've heard of that and I've never experienced it myself. Yeah. They have bringer shows as well. Yeah, the, I know about the bringer shows. The yeah. nice rooms that I did while I was there, there was the pit, then New York Comedy Club. And then there was one like Smiling or Laughing Buddha or something. Laughing Buddha. Laughing Buddha. Those were like three really good rooms. Yeah, people. Yeah, New York Comedy Club felt nice being up there. Uh, I think uh, Daniel Torado's out there. I, th- I think he's passed over there. There's a few places that he's at that he's just okay. the regular. Yeah, yeah. He is from here too. I've seen him over here when he visits. Yeah, yeah. he does both two English Funny and guy. French. Yeah, so you have if you go down there, there are people like mm-hmm. there are people that you could connect with. Yes, like so that's the good thing. Yeah. But it's a whole. I hate the idea of restarting. Yeah, I know. Rebuilding, ugh. Yeah, and rent and everything. It's rent there is insane. The rent here is so nice compared to Toronto. Compared to anywhere, right? Yeah. Toronto's nuts right now. Toronto's like 3000 if you're downtown. For a small shithole? anything. It's like three grand for like a fucking one or two bedroom. Are people just making a lot more and it doesn't feel as it's bad? Or? that much more, man. That much more. Like if you're making 100K in Montreal, you might be making 130 in Toronto. But you're losing it in rent. But you're losing it in rent, yeah. Fuck. Well, that super train needs to get made. Super train? Have you heard about that? I heard about that t- like yesterday, actually. How long is it supposed to take Montreal, Toronto? Uh, an hour 40. 45. An hour 45. You could live. Wow. Oh, no. Hold on. Can you imagine doing an 8 p.m. show here? Fucking going over there. That's what I'm saying. You could live here and o'clock. fucking work there if you want. That's going to be fucking amazing, dude. Just They're never going to build it, man. It takes too long. Requesting high-speed rail service. Uh, Requesting. Okay. One day ago, Quebec... Government supports high-speed rail service. Yeah, because they wanted to have a, I know, a Quebec City, Montreal, uh, Toronto was like the first thing. You'd be making, Quebec City would take you less than that. It would just take a couple of minutes, a half hour to get That's there. That's nuts. Yeah. Would they have oh, to? Two and a half, sorry, two and a half hours, uh, a, a, TGV, a TGV train. Would they have to replace all the tracks or do they just throw a train on those? I have no idea. Okay, I've, okay. I've asked the same fucking questions. Like, oh, no, you, they need new tracks for that shit. It's, yeah, like it's going to be its stuff. own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't put that shit on regular. It's going to fly off. Okay, okay. But this is a great investment. Yeah. Because you're opening up crazy business opportunities. Mm-hmm. You could literally... You know what's fucked about this? Let's say if they have late trains too. You could stroll in the morning to Toronto, do some shopping, do some mics, do your show. Yeah. And then just take the train right back to Montreal. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's called the Hyperloop train. 39 minutes. There we go. That's to Toronto. Yo, to Toronto. Bro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Less than an hour. You could hit shows in both cities, man. Yeah. Legit. Like I sold out 8 p.m. here and then Go a 10 do a p.m. There. One there. Yeah. That's nuts. 1,080 kilometers per hour. This is what they have in Japan, right? 1,080? Yep. 1,080 kilometers, yes. What the fuck? This, but they do this in Japan. It's not like a, it's not like a theory, I yeah, think. It's, it's called that the bullet train. Yeah, yeah. It's called the bullet train. I think even faster. Wow. Check it out in Japan. And I trust the Japanese. I do trust the Japanese. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they well, have back stuff. It's 320 this. kilometers per hour. Yeah, what the fuck? They're trying to triple it? Oh, so this has never been done? Yeah, but this is its own tube. It's in a tube. 
What the hyper train? The the the. Um, oh wait, hold on. Now I'm scared because I thought they were already doing this in Japan. Uh, so so the hyperloop train, uh, is is its own tube thing. You see this shit? It's in a yeah. Tube. yeah. Oh goddamn! Okay, that's like what to, Elon Musk wants to do, right? But if it's not, if it doesn't exist yet, I'd be very scared to test it out. I would have yeah, to let it run uh, for a year before yeah, I yeah, get yeah. on it. I got you. Because you remember those uh, planes, the Concords? No. You, Poseidon, can you bring up the Concord, the plane? Oh, they're bringing them back, huh? Oh, I, I wouldn't get into one. They kept blowing up. They kept exploding. Really? Yeah. Huh. And you could go like, uh, it was like a nothing. Like you go Montreal to Paris. Okay. In no time. In like two hours. Two hours, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. It was- Retired uh, in 2000. Is that where Flight of the Concords, where they came up with their fucking name? I don't think so. Okay. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Uh, it was uh, started in 69, March 2nd, and uh, it was retired November 2603. Um, the, the, is that the Concord? Am I thinking of the right name? That was the fast one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, can, can you, like, uh, I don't know, type in, like, uh, crashes or whatever? Oh, there was one, the Air France one. Sheesh. No, there was more than one, but you, you just brought up oh, the Air France that one. That is shitting fire. Uh, was that I get, like I get scared famous? traveling in planes. I don't like it. I get nervous. Uh, it was upon takeoff, something with the engines, they would blow up. That's oh, no, there was one flight in particular that gave it a bad rap in 2000, okay. killing 109 passengers. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But this had... Because um, I remember it had, like, record times. Hold like, on. I think the trick was it would go up super, super high. Yeah. And the earth is turning and then come back. Like, it it would go 1,350 miles per hour. Holy shit. More than twice the speed of sound. Um, New York, uh, so a typical London to New York crossing would take a little less than three and a half hours as opposed to eight hours for a subsonic flight. Like, I bet you they wouldn't let you take this flight, Montreal, New York, because it's too close. They would probably, because it's only an hour flight already. Yeah. Yeah, no, you. Montreal, New York is an hour? Montreal, New York. I'm thinking of London. Yeah, 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 Montreal, New York is like an hour. Montreal, New York would be five minutes in this thing. Holy shit. It would just go up and down. You waste more time at the airport. So I guess they wouldn't do that. But Mm -hmm. imagine going east to west. So right now, that like four or five hour flight to get to LA would Mm -hmm. be 40 minutes. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, that'd be fucking amazing. Also, inside the cabin, they're incredibly loud. You can't even have a conversation. Oh, really? Also, for 40, for three hours. Yeah, so it's just basically the loud engines. and you're So just, you need the headphones. Fuck it, I'll do yeah. the headphones. I always do the headphones now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pop them in and I just, I put the sound. I watch, I never sleep on planes. I can't sleep either. I'm not I comfortable. I watch like seven movies in a row. I get, I get nauseous. I don't like being in planes. Oh, really? It's too tight. I don't like it. It's not yeah. for me. For me, it's the, I always think I'm like, we're going to crash. My mom's going to die. Everyone dies. Everyone dies except me. <laughs> Oh, you thought you'll make I, it? I, I always think I'll survive. Oh, I'll, you're an, yeah, okay. That's it. Like you're an optimist. I've been a fat guy or something. Yeah, no, me, I always think we're all dead. And then I always think of how the fuck is it going to be? Like those moments, will I know that I'm dying? Like if, if I get blown out of the plane, mm-hmm. am I going to yeah. feel everything until I explode? <laughs> yeah. Like I think of all kinds of fucked up shit and it terrorizes me. <laughs> it's ter- Dude, death terrifies the shit out of me. I, I always imagine a scenario where it's going to be a sort of athletic feat to survive. And my mom's not going to be able to make it. Oh, okay. She can't make the jump, but I can, you know? So you're like, I'm going to leave you behind. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, go on without me if you it's, love me. It's the worst. Dude. And then there's Arab music. Playing while you're running. Oh, my God. How fast it could. Yeah. So anyways, there's, there's impressive technology. Uh, let's see if we put money in the right place. You notice that our uh, premier here was talking about 
the health system and it needs to be rebuilt and all yeah, that. This they whole want thing. to make it private. Well, they have no choice because they were talking about putting money and we need money during the pandemic and now silence. They haven't put any money in it. Mm. There's no new money going Yeah, they in. were meant to revamp the whole system. They're doing dick. All, it's all fucking blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now uh, they, they're like, well, go private. You guys just pay for it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so then why, why why are we fucking getting taxed half our salaries? Yeah, exactly. Tax better go down. It won't. They fuck. You don't think so? I, I know so. Wow. Yeah, you can't. They don't. The government never gives. Shit the government back. never gives shit back. <laughs> yeah. If you give them an inch, they'll end up taking that yeah, mile. You never get your privacy slowly, back. Slowly. You never yeah. get anything back. Look at the states. Mm-hmm. The, they killed Osama bin Laden. The Patriot Act, all that stuff is still happening, right? Yeah. All the shit. They, the, they inch forward, just yeah. bit by bit. Yeah, they don't. That's why they say be careful. With, that's why with the vax mandates, they were telling people, be careful. If you say yes, they're not just going to stop. They're mm-hmm. going to, and that's what they're doing. They're always inching forward. Like, well, we got away with it this time. Mm-hmm. Next time we'll do this. We'll do that. They're, like the truckers, remember they froze their bank accounts. They, yeah. they, they, who was it? GoFundMe. They took money. They stole money from people. Like this was people donating and mm-hmm. they stole, they didn't refund them. They stole those people's money and all that shit. That's they actually crazy. emptied their bank accounts? Don't you remember the? I remember there was something, but I don't know yeah. what they did. Poseidon, can you bring it up? Maybe I, I, I'm misremembering. But I remember they, because I remember Scotiabank apologized after to one of the uh, really? one of the people they organized said we're sorry for freezing. But you apologizing means that you acknowledge that you did something wrong and illegal. Yeah. Yeah. GoFundMe didn't. Okay, you don't know how to Google. Just. <laughs> um. You should have typed in GoFundMe um, trucker convoy. Oh. Yeah. There we go. Did they end up refunding everyone? I think now they switched their tune, but initially they weren't. Oh, wow. Go funding for Canada's removed. This was in 2022. Um, Move for violating terms of service. Oh, uh, yeah. They removed it and they just kept the money. Uh, it was suspended and under review after more than $10 million was what? raised. Yeah, yeah, and they just kept the money. Uh, we now have evidence from law enforcement. Yeah, Global News. I don't they actually keep it? Maybe they gave it back now because people could have. Because I guess they the people better, that bro. donated are like, whoa, I donated to X thing. I didn't donate exactly. to the cause of Ten GoFundMe. Million, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Also, the people that got their bank accounts actually frozen. Mm-hmm. That to me is insane. That a government was like, you went against us. Mm-hmm. You can't bank anymore. Bro, even crypto, like, uh, you know, the GME, the whole stock thing. Dude. Uh, what was it? It was like the game, GameStop. GameStop. Uh, it was GameStop and uh, AMC. And AMC. Yeah, they were trying to short it, and then everybody like was like, "No, we're fucking not selling." Dude, it was fucking insane. Yeah, it was fucking. Apparently, ha- it's still. Is it still going on? Yeah, the it's whole- still kind of high, and they still they, they these meme stocks pop in once in a while, and they raise something small into crazy amounts. People yeah. could make money. Uh, but it's not- same thing with them. A lot of those crypto places stopped transactions. Not just crypto. A lot of sto- like Robinhood stopped Robinhood. transactions, and yeah, people yeah, were like, "Yo, yeah. this is illegal." Yes, they're like we don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why you can't trust these. But I was uh, so now they're pushing for um, you know digital currency. Yes, uh, digital crypto. They're saying, but it's not really if it's government because it's not crypto if the government is running. If it's from a government bank, and it's just cash. It's just cash, but only digital. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about I was talking about it backstage yesterday. So I started reading up. This was fucking crazy. So initially I thought, okay, it's just. They want to get digital. We're already kind of... Because I fall for the stupid trap of the government. I'm like, we're already digital. I use my card, this and that. But that's not the whole plan. The whole plan is everything is controlled. They could... Sh- just like they did these guys, they froze their accounts. Imagine if everything's digital and you're a piece of shit to the government. They don't let your social credit scores low. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you can't go to the grocery store, bro. It won't work. Yeah. That's all you have. It won't work because we know who you are. We know what you buy. I like that. Double down on that. Listen to this now. 
we start, you know how they're saying, uh, there's all these articles coming out. And I don't know if you've seen these, there's articles coming out saying, if you want uh, help climate, you got to ration your food, ration this. Have you seen that shit? Besides, pull bit. up some of these articles, bro. You got to eat crickets, you got to ration, <laughs> all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, all that's kinds of WF insects. Yeah, protein. WF shit. So imagine now you already got your two liters of milk, mm-hmm. and then two weeks later, you're like, I need another one. You go and, like, look, you buy all this, but we won't, your card will not scan when you want to buy milk because you already bought your, your ration of milk for some this Black one. Mirror shit, man. Black Mirror shit. Uh, and I'll do you even one better. Uh, fuck. Oh, yeah, you know what? I'm this is directly from the horse's mouth. Yeah, the World Economic Forum. You know what? Get off the site, bro. I don't want to give these Davos <laughs> cocksuckers any hits. So they, um, ugh, I saw the logo and it made me angry. Uh, and now I'll take it one step further, which is nuts. You're obese. Yeah. You're a fat piece of shit, let me call you that. That's what the government's going to think. You're a strain on society. You're a strain on the healthcare system. This and that. We don't want you to be obese. Sound like my mother. <laughs> so now you go to Tim Hortons. You get yourself a coffee and a muffin. They're like, no, no, we can sell you the coffee. No muffin Your card you. won't let you pass the muffin because of your obese. And now people are like, wait, wait a second. What the fuck did I sign up for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something completely different. You have and the right to be a fat piece of shit. Yeah, you have the right to do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Like as long as you're not hurting anyone. But it's just... So there's a lot of shit that they can do with this stuff, which is fucking crazy. Oh look, look, look. God, the art and shit, science bro. of eating insects, bruv. Mm. You know there's <laughs> people... Do you know there's people that just think this is... They're like, yeah, that's not, That's what they said. They know better. Let's just do it. Eating bugs. Millennia. We, we've survived. Oh, my God. We've survived millennia. Well, maggots, bro. Maggots. Maggots, maggots bro. This, this is the shit that appears when you leave your food out for too long. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't food. And they watch you eating it. And you're the criminal... For saying no. Yo, look at this shit, bruv. Yeah, I'm not into the whole fake meat stuff. My girlfriend's a vegetarian, but all she eats is fake cheese, look fake at meat, this. all this fake stuff. I don't, I don't like these like chemicals dick, anymore. Man. It smells yeah. so bad. There's no way that all that shit's good for you. The no, chemical of course shit, not. There's no way. Also, yesterday we were talking about how they had already done it. Oli <laughs> is like, they, you know, they already did this, like the essential stuff. And it's like, fuck, that's a good point. It was Peter Bowen who brought it up or someone there. Like, was actually on the money. During the pandemic, Poseidon, do you remember this? Because some people don't even remember this happened. What? When you'd go to the stores that they would leave open, Walmart or whatever, mm. they would tell you, even something's in front of you, you're not allowed to buy this because we don't deem it essential. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yes. Yeah, we yeah, weren't yeah. allowed to buy certain things. And some of those things, do you remember what they were? Do you remember the seeds? Fucking the whole fiasco with the seeds. Oh, where they have a yeah, whole yeah, wall yeah, of yeah, seeds. Yeah, yeah. You could buy seeds to plant shit. You want to plant uh, your own shit. They don't want uh, you to plant stuff. And I was like, I'm going to buy this. And like, you can't buy that. Wow. What do you mean? Like, it's right here. It's in the system. No, it's not part of the essential list. Crazy. You could buy masks, but you can't buy this. Crazy. And we live yeah. through it. And no one brings it up now. I'll be like, wait a second, guys. That was fucked up. We should talk about this. Everyone just puts their head down. Dude, the pandemic is like a blur for a lot of us. You just lock the doors. That was it. Locked Mental. the doors, stayed inside. I lived with my girlfriend. I went to her place. Went to my parents' place. You know. We, we went through a lot of, and we accepted a lot of mental shit. And I guess people now to not forgive themselves, but to like kind of alienate them, like to distance themselves. They're like, yeah. no, that was that never happened, or that's a conspiracy theory, and yeah. why? But how we lived it? It's PTSD for people. They did they it to don't us then. Think about it. Imagine what they'll do to us if we give them the right to do it. That's what we got to be. Dude, very- imagine we go to an actual war, not just <laughs> like COVID or something. Yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, shutting everything down. Yeah, you can you're, only buy a gun at the store. That's all you can. No, buy. not even you, you. If we're going to an actual war, it's your account. You can only buy this shit. Your accounts are going to work if you're drafted, if you go. Yes. Or else you, your family's not going to eat. Get, get ready. Because a lot of people aren't going to want to go to war. Of course. Like, why the fuck would I want to go kill Chinese people? They Canadians? Did to me. Fucking Montrealers. Yeah. No, but it's just like, why would I want to go kill other poor people? Yeah. Uh, who Defend- am I fighting? Defending the home, though. 
The got, thing that's different. Somebody's coming here. Coming we're in. killing everyone. Yeah, got, yeah, but yeah. you want me to go fly to kill Russians or Ukrainians? They no. did nothing to me. Get yeah, the fuck yeah. out of here. You got Booba blasting in the Humvee. What, what's Booba? <laughs> Booba, bro. You don't know Booba. No. Booba? Who's that? <laughs> You're the French rapper. <laughs> Why would I know that? Oh, because he's fucking From dope. France? Well, allegedly. I mean, allegedly. You say he's a French Booba. rapper. That's a cartoon. No, sorry. <laughs> there, there he is. There he is. Booba. There you go. Click. Who's this guy? It looks like he's doing brown face. Who's this guy? He's Arabic. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Egyptian or something? I don't know. Well, you're, you're on his Wikipedia. Let's see what it says. I'm guessing Egyptian from his face. Probably Egyptian. Let's see if you're right. Go down. I'm very curious. No, what, you're just clicking at images of it. Just click on the Wikipedia, bro. <laughs> this chest list. Hold on. Uh, Eli Yafa. 76. Go down. It's, it should say on the right. See where that has oh. that box? Is his name actually Saddam? Oh, my gosh. So uh, damn insane. Eli Yafa. <laughs> French rap, gangster rap, trap. It doesn't say. So he was born in France, it says. Born in France. God bless. Yeah. Nice French. He's uh, off French. Can people get mad if I ask them where you're from? Oh, he's from? Belgian. Oh, he's of Belgian descent. Mm. French of? What did I say? Moche? What? Uh, hold on. Mother's French of Mosalan and okay. Belgian descent. Okay. Oh, he's a French oh, Belgian. Oh, Senegalese. Okay. Oh, he's not Arab at all, bro. No, not Arab. Oh, he's not, oh I thought he was Arab. Poseidon, you're the worst kind of racist. <laughs> if you, if you're going to be a good on, racist, you got to know what the Arab. races are. On, I don't know this guy's nationality. He looks Arab. Any French brown guy. And he Arab. speaks yeah. Arab, bro. What do you want me to say? He speaks like an Arab. He speaks he, like, an, like Arab. an Arab. And he has, and he has. Like, what do you mean speaks like an Arab? He has Arab sings, bro. Bro, all of his fucking punchlines. Explosive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his name is Saddam. His actual name. Yeah, and it's Eli Yaffa, bro. You can't Eli. There's a Greek named Eli. There's there's Eli Eli. It's like uh, it's like Lebanese almost. Elias Eli. Yeah, Elias wrong. Elias is a Greek name too. Elias is a Greek name as well. Yeah, but when it's a e like a e. Oh, the, the Lebanese have accents. There's yeah. there's strong dialects like, between like, different Arabs. Like no, no, I mean like the the e with an accent on it, like in French. Yes. Yeah. We have accents. Yeah. And, yeah. and how do you use them? We have uh, an accent when it's on top. That's for a. There's an accent below for e, and then there's a. So it's just the same letter, and it depends where the accent is. Exactly. Also, there's a on top on the bottom. Then there's an u that you can add to it. So ku instead of ka or ki. But it would be the same letter. You just change the yeah, where the, the letter accent k. is. And then you so you have, have less letters. I think we have twenty-seven letters. Okay, I see what you guys are doing, but you're not mixing and matching letters. Wrong. You're using accents instead of doing like OU. You'll do the O, but with an accent of uh, what sound it makes. For example, instead of putting like for the U sound, how do you do the U sound? There is an U, uh, but there's also an U. It's like a short, just to accent a letter. So there are letter accents, and then there's just like big letters. Us, us, our accent goes on top of uh, the e's. Yeah, no, it goes on top of any of the vowels. Okay, but it goes on top of where the emphasis of the word is. Okay. So, for example, let's say uh, my name, Pantelis Padelis. Okay. The accent is on the e before the s. Padelis. It's not Padelis. Okay. It's Padelis. That's where the hefty goes. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, because um, there's different words depending on how you say them. So, for example, let's say Malaka, everyone's favorite word. Yeah, right? yeah. 
It's malaka. Malaka. Yeah. Okay. But if you say malaka, malaka means soft. Oh, okay. So the accent, it's the same word, but the accent will be at a different spot. And it's a different word, essentially, mm-hmm. because of the... For us, the accents are mostly... Um, they can be used often for feminine masculine. Kifak versus kifik for women. Uh, he brought up the lyrics of this guy. He says, uh, look at those lyrics. Scarface, Scarface, I am not Arab. Scarface, Scarface, I am not an Arab. I told you. Long live Senegal and Belgium. Oh, but it's Who the, the way- fuck thinks I'm an Arab? These are, these are very timely, <laughs> words, timely lyrics. No, but you got to listen to it because you, you can't. Because uh, he goes, like he talks. You know what he I talks mean? Talks like, like a like a French ghetto kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like like he talks. You know. You gotta, <laughs> where was I going with this? What? Where? How did this come up? Racism. <laughs> were you big on like um, French rap? Comedy. Growing up, was comedy like stand up for you up there, or was it something else that was like uh, always in, in, at the front of your entertainment? Video games, video games, and comedy. Okay, yeah, but it wasn't just stand up; it was movies a lot, like yeah. funny movies I loved. And then I got I got into stand up high school time, like early high school. Okay, uh, Eddie Murphy is what like opened my mind to it. Nice. And then uh, there was Saturday nights at around eleven. There was a show on CTV called Comedy Now. Okay, that's like where Russell Peters got his big break, mm. and a lot of com- so you I I'd watch people. And I think maybe even Mike Patterson had a Comedy Now special. I can't remember. I think so at the time. So I was growing up watching that. And it started to, after like seeing it, it started to become more plausible slowly, slowly. Nice. Because you start seeing, you're like, ah, oh, Montreal. Oh, you know, you'd start. Yeah. So so it was in the back of your head that there's it's closer than it initially appeared. Because yes. initially I loved it, but I didn't think it could ever be a career. Yeah, yeah, but there was little hints that it was giving me. And then there was a Greek guy, Manoli Zontanos, that was on there. And then from like Hamilton, Ontario. So then I was like, Oh, but I'm a Greek guy, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, it, so like little, it. yeah, 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 little things. And I didn't think about it till years later that I think that it planted little seeds of it's possible. Mm-hmm. But I never thought I could do it. I, I even did stand up the first time, just as a bet. Nice. Because like, I can't, like, I won't be funny. That a was a lot my of people bet. do it that way, man. Yeah, and yeah. Then the opposite happened. So Joey Lies <laughs> has a similar story. When he started to, he wasn't planning on doing it. He was like settling a bet. Mm-hmm. So you never know. I wish I had started younger, though. Yeah, I mean, you started in high school. No, I started liking comedy, but I started oh, doing stand up. Okay. In 2012. Okay. Yeah. So that was 11 years ago. Dude, I wish I was doing stand up. 11 years ago, I was 26. Okay. 25. True. Yeah. I started, I was 23. I wish I'd started like at 18. Uh, I would have been amazing. There's a lot of these people. They're like 16 years old. Like Harrison. I love it. He was like 17. Yeah. Yeah. He's young. He's fucking. And I love Harrison. He's a good fucking dude, too. Yeah. So I wish I had that. At the same time, I don't know. Maybe it would have done me wrong. For sure. Yeah. Maybe it was too early. Maybe you just weren't ready for it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I hit it at the like the right time. Yeah, you're doing well now. Now it took fucking forever. Yeah, God bless, dude. God, that, thank <laughs> you, sir. Okay. Uh, Hattie, where are these people going to find you? Where do you want them to follow you online? Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, mainly Instagram. Hattie Kubba, H-A-D-I-K-U-B-B-A. And I've I, made it even easier. The links are in the description. You just got to click. in the description. I will post on uh, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok the same content. They'll get some photos on Instagram as well. Keep bragging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hattie Kuba, <laughs> thank you so much. And if you guys are in Montreal and you want to watch Hattie, he's going to be at the third floor a lot. He's at the third floor Carmel Club. Get your tickets. And he's also one of my regulars at the Bordel. So Bordel or third floor, you have a chance of catching Hattie. Amazing. Thanks Thank for having me, guys. Thanks for coming, bro. God bless. We've been-
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.